for myself, for my friends, for my family forever. <laughs> I do this to the bitter end. <laughs> What's up, everybody? That's us. We got a little musical yeah, that. accompaniment. A little, a little music coming in. Scam likely. <laughs> uh, Kentucky is calling me, Versailles. Hey, let me you ask you. Fuck yourself. Having gotten an iPhone, do you find you're getting more or less or, or the same of those? Um, about the same, okay. if not more. Okay. I get probably. I get like five a day. I get like seven to ten a day. Yeah, yeah it's fucking crazy. Yep. Anyways, you're watching the original scam artists. <laughs> yep. Listening to. What's up, everybody? What's up, nerds? It's Jester nine five four with everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron Jean-Claude Van Damme Miller. We are we're here back again. Here we are. We're we're two weeks in a row, baby. But this week was mm-hmm. we we had to. There was, I saw Shang Chi, so we need to get a review out for that. And we had the state and. of play yesterday, and I was actually I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, it, it was some you know with stuff we've seen, but you know there, some of the trailers were cool, and there were some new reveals and you know cool stuff. So this is probably the best one in like a year. Yeah, it was probably the best one since fucking I don't know. They started doing them. Yeah. Because so. because nothing's been going on E3-wise or anything. You know, it's like Ben just dead. I invited Super Keith dead. because... So let's just go ahead and drop in two. It's Ben. We're going to... um. This is going to probably be a, a nice, brief, hopefully two-hour episode. That's what we're looking for. So um, not to rush it in any way. But I figure if I'm going to talk about what I'm talking about, I'll go into my week. So I bought a bunch of computer parts. Uh, I bought a new case. Uh, a new processor and uh, some thermal paste, obviously, for that. And then um, six new fans um, because my computer's just been running hot. And it's not six, like... A, you can fit six fans in the fucking computer? Yeah, you can do three up front. So I got the the Corsair uh, 4000D Airflow um, case. So it's built for Airflow. It will not have a DVD drive in it any longer. So the front will have nothing on it but a grate and fans. You know what I mean? Okay. And then, so I'll do uh, three in the front. Either two in the front, three up top, one in the back, or three, three, one. But I won't have a good fan for the back. So I'm thinking of putting like two up front. No. Three in the front, two up top, one in the back. You know? Um, okay. It's a lot of fucking fans. Yeah. Well, I just, I've never done, like I've always bought uh pre-made computers you know like uh even if i build them i have a company build them you know and this mm-hmm. one was a pre-built by cyberpower which is um you know the website you can build your own computer but i bought it at best buy and it's it had great parts in it you know it was a lot of it was like lower middle tier but i knew like all right i'll buy this and then every year or two i'll, I'll buy a new piece you know a new bit and bob to put in there so originally got it um and you know had a 1070 in it which is a great card um and then that started slowing down no it was a 980 um and that started giving me issues so i gave it to mikey o'day um just because he's like good with you know he's he's really good at like messing with stuff so he uh, was like i can probably you know figure out what's what's going off on it and and use it and if not you know whatever no loss but i bought um a new graphics card and new ram uh, two years ago, I got a 2080 and uh, 32 gigs of RAM. Really good RAM. You know, like Corsair Dominator, like just good good RAM, you know. Um, mm-hmm. 
but you know then the graphics card is bigger and stronger and it runs hot you know what i mean it's and and it's weird i i realized this week so it's been my computer's just been being choppy playing weird games like um vigil the longest night and grime and like little indies you know like it'll it'll tax my computer and some of that is just purely bad optimization um not really vigil or grime those two run great but when I was playing that Aaron's Adventure, that game is from a very small studio, and it was clearly just not optimized, so it would run, it would like tax my shit, and it was like yeah. it like Minecraft almost, you know. Um, and so I could just feel it was really hot up top. I don't think dangerous levels of heat or any, you know, it wasn't like gonna melt anything, but it was just hot, and I'm like, that can't be good. It's gonna tax, whatever. And my processor is five generations old now, you know. So okay. Um, but my motherboard is also from five generations back so uh i was limited in what i could do processor wise so i got the best i9 that i could it's a ninth gen and we're on generation 11 so i'll be two behind but four up from where i was so it's definitely going to be a nice um boost and i just wanted to get like a good case i've never really even cared so oh and i also um originally the first thing i did was upgrade the power supply on this computer so um but anyways keith was gonna uh or is gonna come by um and he he might tonight if it's not too late to to help me basically to supervise me while i do the swap out um because i have to move my motherboard all my you know my everything from here the power supply the motherboard and all the hard drives from here into that uh case so it will have i guess hard drives uh up top i don't know he's doing that tonight no, no, no. So he wanted to. So then I was like, well, I mean, we'll probably be done around nine, you know? Um, yeah. And I was like, if you want, just come be on the episode. There's something to talk about. You know, we have State of Play, but he's like, I didn't even watch it. So, um, But if okay. not, we'll probably get together either this weekend or next week. I'm, I'm in no rush. My computer's not dying. I figured out okay. uh, what makes it run choppy when I'm streaming is playing in windowed, full screen window, windowed. It like... It makes it choppy. Once I went to just full screen, it plays way better. So that's good. But it okay. also, I mean, it was running hot, and I've been wanting to upgrade my cooling. And I just, the, this case isn't really, the one I have isn't necessarily customizable. I'm sure I could have fit stuff in, but I was like, I don't know how to figure out what goes in, like what this can take. I'd rather just buy a new case. You know, like it was 80 bucks. Like that's expensive. You know, it was like 90 bucks, like 89 but not so expensive that it's prohibitive. You know what I mean? And this case yeah. will be built for airflow. So it's built to keep, you know, things cool. Um, and it's just, I think it's just going to be better for me. So, and it has a lot more nice. customizability. So I can, I can really tweak it to my standard, not, not standards, to my wants, you know? Um, other than that, I've been um, playing some Demon Souls. And <laughs> that fucking game. Fuck that game, dude. Seth and I were talking. I think it's the hardest of the Souls games in terms of pure levels. Because yeah. of how limiting it is on soul gain, um, like and how linear it is in terms of like you have to progress. There's no paths you can take to like get around things. You can open shortcuts, but there's also no bonfires. There's no mid-run bonfires. No, there's not. There's just so the main one, the middle one, and that's it. Yeah, it's just one at each boss. And it's not even like you Pretty don't much. even get a good run up to the bosses, really. You have to get through mm, a There's ton only a few in the game. Yeah. Like 
like you got to the old monk. That one you can just it's literally just one bonfire to the next, you know. But it's usually the la the last boss is generally right there. Like it's not a big yeah. run. But man, so like I've been having fun. I, I was like, all right, I'll try to finish these trophies out. You know, I have six left. One I don't know that I'll ever do. It's the rings, and that's the big one for this one. That's the it doesn't take three playthroughs. Um, what you need to do multiple playthroughs for are th some of the spells and miracles, but it's just boss souls. So you can just like I can co-op with someone and just kind of go get the boss souls and then go back to the vendor and, and you just buy the spells that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's because you can do like in all these games, you can do, you know, for a couple of bosses, you can do two different spells or two different miracles or whatever it is, you know. But mm -hmm. the rings, you have to get black character tendency to get a bunch of them. And that just sounds miserable. <laughs> yeah, man. That character tendency is what makes it annoying because then you have to have summon somebody in. And do yeah. That whole thing. So right now on my miracle guy, I have white character tendency because I was getting white world tendency to get the Isterel spear, which is a great uh, miracle weapon. It doesn't scale. So I don't even have enough strength to wield it, but the damage doesn't scale off strength. And in uh demons it doesn't like it doesn't i think dark is the same way but in demons it doesn't matter if you don't have the strength or dex to wield something whatever damage type that scales off of a stat you have will still scale and okay. will do full damage so it does full magic damage and you know scales off my miracles and then i had the blessed mace plus one that i upped to plus five i had some extra stuff on, you know, my main guys, uh, enough of the faint stone to like up that. So I have like two nice weapons or whatever. And then I was like, well, I'll go get old King Duran's fucking armor. That motherfucker. <laughs> I wasn't even like, I didn't rage at him at all. I was just like, fuck, he like one shots me. So I was like trying to kill him through parries and I got him like six parries in a row or no, five parries in a row. Right. And I had done like 20% mm -hmm. of his health. I was like, fuck, it's mm. going to take forever. And then he one-shots you. Like, if you get hit, you're fucked. Yeah. And, That's the one thing about him, yeah. And so I was like, I'll just drop that armor off of my main. <laughs> like, I'll just give it to... Because it's just really good fire resist. So it's great for, like, Flame Lurker. If you put the purple flame shield on and the old king set or ancient king set, like, Flame Lurker does 70% less damage <coughs> to you. And you can just fucking... With a blessed weapon... Yeah, but you, you can't get that... Before you fight Flame Lurker, can you? Yeah. You have to kill Ostrava to get the Mausoleum Key. Uh, and then I got the Purple Flame Shield. What you do is, I mean, I didn't even do this, but when you get to the first bridge where the Red Dragon flies over, uh, to the, like to your left is the Dragon Roost. If you get him to mm -hmm. fly on the bridge, you have enough time to run up and get all the items over oh. there. I didn't know that. You can get whipped by the blue one's tail, but it won't kill you. You know? So yeah. Um, I just ran over. What I did was I ran over, ran to the right, had him blow fire, and then I just ran up and grabbed everything and died. <laughs> and I was like, whatever. Um, but it's funny because I've been getting pissed off, but not from losing shit. I don't even care. I've died so many times with like 20,000 souls, but I don't care because you have that skeleton. You can just farm for, you know, 4,000. I think it's 3,500 at a clip. And you just literally Which one? the one. Um, so the second bonfire in Shrine of Storms, um, you have to kill the adjudicator. Oh, yeah. And you drop um, down. You... Yeah. And you just run, run across the left hand thing, drop onto the thing and just immediately attack him. Sometimes you'll die because he shoots magic like pretty quick. 
But even then, wait a minute. That's where I am right now. What I do is I go inside and I kill the the sentinel ghosts over and over again because they're like, oh, dude, they're like two hundred and something a piece. So like, no, you just run down, run past them, stay on the left path because there's only one, and he won't get to you by the time. Get like three quarters way to the end, and you'll see like a break in the stone. Walk just past that and drop off to the right, and you'll land on a um, like a little casket. And the Reaper's right there. When you kill him, all those ghosts die and give you all their souls. That's the farming. Oh. And so what I do is, as a miracle build, I have evacuate. And so I just kill him, evacuate, go to the Nexus, teleport back, do it again. It sucks that you can't just homeward bone to the last bonfire because that would be Mm -hmm. better for quick, for expedition. But um, even before him, I could kill all the skeletons um in shrine of storms in five one just the first run up like i could kill them that's what get, i would do get all the way to the top with the two archers and then just run back and do it again and i would get that was like, my first thing. yeah i would get like two three thousand souls for that and well, i yeah, you kill the skeletons you make a circle and then yeah. you kill the the red eye one and he gives you like a few thousand yeah now i can fuck him up but like in the beginning i would just run past him just to get back to the thing and i would still get like two three thousand souls um yeah and I run a mace build because I started as a priest and, you know, you get a mace and they are super weak to maces. Like you beat the shit out of them. So um, it's it's been fun. Like I am really enjoying Demon Souls, but Valley of Defilement is fucking trash. I won't even touch it. That's, that's all that I have. That's Dude. where I'm at. I've done everything except for that. And I'm like, I don't want to do it until I have you and Seth with me. On my new Game Plus it. guy. So I had Seth come in and then he invaded me like three or four times so I could get white tendencies so that I, because the Istarel is that that spear is up a ladder that only shows up if you have pure white and it's in just like on the path to the boss, and so you just yeah. pick it up off of a, like a sword in the stone type thing. But there's three of the big guys in there and those guys are insane, like at any level. I'm on New Game Plus on my main guy and he's only level sixty seven because remember I de leveled him. Um, I used uh, old, you know, the the true false, no, false king Alant. He does the soul suck. So I had mm-hmm. him de-level me, um, and it de-leveled me a lot. So I'm only like 67 now, and, and I'm not really maxed out. Bro, on Valley of Defilement, one of the dagger guys, those little dudes with the daggers, they run up, and they mm-hmm. do like a 50-slash thing. Even if I'm blocking with a shield, they'll kill me with that. I don't know how to get through it. Because the pathways are so small, and those guys, even if they don't hit you, they shove you, and they'll knock your shield back. And in New Game Plus, it's a two-hit kill, even with like my boosted stats. And I'm wearing yeah. the False King ar- a lot, or Old King Duran's armor, because it's got really good protection. It ain't doing shit. I died 15 mm. times. After work, I was like waiting... Um, for Kelsey home, because I was going to get pizza and whatever, so I was like, oh, I'll just do a run. I need to get the wriggling demon soul so that i can buy the second spell um for you know for that soul so that i can i'm i have almost all the spells so i'm like i'll do this uh on my you know my main i'll just go through new game plus on him and just do fucking you know the the spell one and then the miracle one i'll do on this guy and then I think I have a couple, um, I have one more of the boss ones. So Seth and I did the adjudicator where you kill him without knocking him down. You just Mm -hmm. basically do a loop around his uh, place with bows and just kind of, we just tag teamed him and let him shift his attention back and forth. But if you're alone, you can just basically 
shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. And when he rears back to like just smash down with his cleaver, you just roll and then run behind him and then shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. You just keep doing that. And it doesn't take too long. Um, the one I have to yeah, do I next. Yeah, I just shot him with my spell. Yeah, the one I have to do next is Maiden Astrea. Um, and I have to do that without killing the guy. So you have to go the long way. It's like the puzzle run. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's hard. It's just annoying. Like you just, you, there's just a bunch of those dregs or whatever, and you just have to kill them. So I'll probably have Seth help me do that as well. Um, but it's, you know, like I do, I have found a love again for Demon Souls in, in playing through it in this way, like trying to like find a way to get like kind of strong, you know, and, and, and see how strong I can get and like have fun with it, right? Like I went and fought fucking uh, Armored Knight and dude <laughs> with the Estrella because he's weak to Pierce and magic. It did like 800 damage a hit to his head. <laughs> I knocked him down once and killed him in three hits. I was like, holy shit. Like it was kind of fun, That's right? Crazy. And the best shit. And I wish they would have done this in Dark Souls. And it, it is a little OP, but it's like a cool thing. If you run a blessed weapon, Adjudicator Shield and uh, regenerator's ring you just are passively healing like 10 hp a hit or a tick like i think it's like 12 yeah you dude you'll never you'll never die because you run out of heals because you can just sit and heal and then if you have the the fragrant ring you can get your mana back like they're really fair with that in this i feel like the dark souls games punish you for being a spellcaster. they really limit your casting ability which sucks right like Mm-hmm. It's 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 un not unfair. It's just not as cool to run a mage because you're limited. You're still gonna have to melee. You could play demon souls, and if you're good at dodging and you know you, you're you can you, you know distance yourself and you're good at that, you can fucking just cast spells. Like and you know if you pump enough magic, you know and keep a spice on you and whatever, you do still run out of mana. But you can at least have a passive regen when you're going through the level. So that you mm-hmm. can get to a boss and just cast spells, but um, yeah, five world five sucks entirely, and tower of the the other the tower or whatever fucking sucks too. Those squid face guys are so dumb, and just the layout of that tower is just kind of annoying. Like the amount of backtracking yeah, you have it's to do. Yeah, it's a maze. Yeah, like because I want to get uh, Sage Frake, and you have to get him. He's in a cell in there. You have to get all the it's way to the white. No, you have to. That's the other guy. You have to get all the way to the piano dude or the guy upstairs above the boss, the the first boss. Get the key behind him and then run all the way back to the beginning. Oh, and then you unlock it and then he's there. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I gotta do. Yeah, <clears throat> and then there is that other guy. Um, I forget his name. Um, but he's like locked behind White World tendency, which that's. I will say, Demon Souls remake is great for that because you can just. Seth literally puts a red summon sign down. I pull him in and then fight him. You know, I just beat him up. And then in like three, four kills, you're done. And he doesn't have to do it. He just doesn't have to do anything. Like he doesn't lose anything. You know, it's, it's, I think to be, get black world tendency would be a lot harder for character because you have to kill mm-hmm. people. So you definitely have to, uh, you know, kill some, kill, like invade, unless. You farm a bunch of uh, ethereal eye stones so that you can mm-hmm. get someone to let you kill them a bunch. Yeah, because it's just not easy. But yeah, I almost threw a controller today, and I haven't done. I haven't wanted to really like actually had the like urge. You know what I mean? Like 
sometimes I want it. I, I squeeze a little too hard, you know, like when you're just like, I'm going to lose it. But I, I twitched and I haven't done that in a long <laughs> time. Like it was like, I flinched, you know, like when someone like yeah. jumps at you, bro. And it was just one of those dagger guys just ran up. I, because I died four times in a row to one of them. And then running back, I just ran too close to the edge and like a lump shifted me to the left and I fell. And I was like, it's so dumb. Like, it's just people complain about Blight Town. Blight Town is a joke, honestly. If you're not trying yeah, to get everything, if you're not trying to get everything in there, it is super easy to get to the bottom of it without dying. And to get back up is even easier. You just kill a couple flame bugs, jump on the pinwheel, and then run past everything else. Yeah. It's not super bad when compared to Demon Souls. It's not Valley the worst. of Defilement is a fucking nightmare. It's like it's unfair. It's it is the like the the one time because even the Tower of Latria isn't unfair. It's just annoying, you know. Like it's just a, mm-hmm. it's a struggle, right? And that's okay. That's that's Dark Souls or you know, that's Souls, right? Fucking <laughs> Demon Souls is crazy. Like the, and it's funny because some of the bosses are so easy in Demon Souls, and the run. Yeah, it's mostly the run. It's the stages. The stages are miserable, miserable. Like even Shrine of Storms. When you're just trying, when you're on the little ledges and you're just trying to get past the skeletons and those things are shooting, it's fucking the spe- worst spears at I you. I try to kill them with the with the spell. I try to shoot the I, sh- I shoot the ones that you you can shoot some of them and kill them, but you can't yeah. get all of them. So it's just the freaking manta rays are the worst. I did learn to get the shortcut though. And once you do that, you never have you don't even have to fucking go past them. You just roll. You have to, it takes a couple tries, but you can roll right off the one uh, deck and you'll just fall down. And there's a ring there too, nice. so it's it's good, but. Seth and I did it a couple times because uh, he he was helping me and then I helped him. We did adjudicator in New Game Plus three, <laughs> uh, nice. which was nice. I got like twenty thousand souls for twenty seven thousand souls, which is nice. That is the worst part of Demon Souls is how hard it is to farm souls. Mm-hmm. That I think is where it sucks because in Dark Souls you're like, I can just go farm shit and get really strong, and then it's yeah. not going to be necessarily easier, but you won't die as much. You know, you're just going to be a little beefier, but. That was my week. I mean, I just fucking worked and played a lot of Demon Souls. <laughs> I streamed Lord. once. I streamed once, but then I was like, I want to kind of get the new computer going and see the difference on the streams and whatever. Yeah. Um. Same. Not much here. Uh. You know, went most through most stuff last week. This week, pretty much, I played some more Aliens here and there. I streamed with Roms. Aliens is still great. It's pretty cool. They're starting to patch it up and clean up some of the bugs. Um, that's great. I did waste my money. I bought uh, a big Rumble boxing Creed's cha- champions, Creed champions. So it's like a Rocky boxing game. <clears throat> it's based off of the PSVR boxing, Rocky boxing game. And I like boxing games. They're fun, but then they don't make them anymore. So I was like, I'll buy this shit. I bought it for 40 bucks. It's so bad. It's 20 characters, 10 characters and 20 to unlock. It's got old Rocky classics and shit. Rocky, fucking um, Apollo, Mr. T, Dolph Lundgren and shit. And it's cool and all. I think it's worth like $12. Everybody fights basically the same. The buttons are the same. It's really shallow. It's like a really good mini game, but I'm kind of bummed that I spent... 40 bucks on it the there's only versus local versus and then um like a like arcade mode 
but between stages like your character talks with other characters but it's just still photographs and they don't even like there's no voice acting so they just kind of grunt it's like huh huh and then you read and uh it's really bad it's really bad so i i paid 40 bucks to get just for a couple of trophies yeah. i guess I saw the IGN um, review was like a two or a five, yeah, it's four. really, really bad. Every it's like Smash Brothers in the sense where, or no, not Smash, but like those Dragon Ball games in the sense where everyone pretty much fights the, the same. The combos are the same. There's not real. It's pretty bad. It's really, really shallow. Um, and like other than that, just been playing a lot of Rage Two. I like Rage Two a lot. Um, I bought Ender Lilies, so I will start that probably next week at some point. And um, I'm thinking of trying Predator uh, Hunting Grounds because it's free on PS Plus right now along with Hitman 2. So I might try Predator Hunting Grounds, but I don't think I'm going to like it. But uh, but yeah, this week's just been a lot of work and um, just playing mostly playing Rage 2. Like I don't really have much to say about it. It's a fun open-world shooter it's pretty much it. I'm just been running around, um, avoiding the main missions and just beating all the little side shit and beefing my character up. It's really so good when looking. I do stream it. Uh, I can just do all the main story stuff. What was that? I said it's really good looking, and it sounds yes. good too, actually. Yeah, it's great graphically. But apparently, it's it's kind of buggy, so I haven't gotten much of it yet. Apparently, there's a couple of missions that'll just not work. There's one mission that supposedly like just glitches out and fucks the whole game up, but I was luckily able to pass it. Um, and it's pretty awesome, yeah. I dig it. But um, yeah, other than that, it's just about it. Just freaking playing here and there, streaming here and there. And like I said, I'll start Ender, Ender Lilies probably next week. I'm probably not going to stream all of it. I don't even know how I feel about it yet. I haven't even started it. I honestly don't really know much. I watched some reviews, and I watched you play it. But, it's good. Um, it's a good game. I'll see what it's like. Uh, speaking of, I did play Dead Cells. That's what I streamed, and it was awesome. I was yeah, Dead like, Cells is the shit. I was surprised at how good it played, and not, mm-hmm. not because I thought it wasn't going to be good. I was just like, "Fuck, this is, it deserves the hype." You know what I mean? It's one of those times where you play something that's super hyped, and you're like, "Oh yeah, no, this is this deserves every ounce of it." You know, like, "Fuck yeah, it does." Every good comment, you're like, "Yeah, yeah." So, um, all right, cool. So. I'll go ahead and why don't I do um, Shang Chi and then yeah, we do Shang Chi and you can just you can I don't know if you want to spoil it or not, but I don't care. No, um, no. Do you want to do you want to spoil it? No, I'll I'll go ahead. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead. You know, I'll try and I'll, I'll review it and try and stay spoiler free. Um, and I'll, I'll keep it brief. It just came out last I mean, week. Are there spoilers for it? Um, no. Isn't it just Karate Man fights? Bad karate man? No, the surprising thing is when Hungry Couch Man shows up. <laughs> <laughs> and he just Shang Chi's mom just gets her pussy eaten, dude. It's fucking crazy. Um Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I said something when we were on the phone the other day and I just laughed and I said we should make a shirt. Oh which, yeah, dude. We should yeah. Which we're gonna talk about. We we're gonna talk about shirts. Um because we are still doing it, but I was telling you, and I'm going to get in the review in a second, but I was telling mm-hmm. Jesse, the reason I kind of hung back is I think we're going to try and go with like a limited printing of like a quality shirt. And not that not that necessarily, you know, these uh, easy to print 
shirts aren't going to be great, but I don't want an iron-on. I want something that's, like, printed, screen-printed, you know, like, yeah. will last some washings, not going to crack and, like, get crazy, you know? I want to do, yeah, I mean, like, those, do Those right. can be useful in a sense for sometimes. But it'd be nice for, you know, like you said, just to do, like, a limited pressing. It's not like we're going to sell, we're, we're going to have a demand of, like, 500 fucking t-shirts. Yeah, honestly. So if we're going to make, like, 20 to 50 of these things, you might as well just fuck it, make some nice ones. Make some really nice ones that we're proud of. Because mm-hmm. I was trying to design one, and then I was like, I'm not a designer. You know, like, I know what I want, and, you know, we know what we want. We've discussed it. But I'm not good with, like, fonts. You know, I don't know what fonts are cheesy. You know, like, we yeah, want to make works. it look good and make it make sense. So, like, why not get with a company to say, hey, here's our logo. Here's what we want to do with it, where we would like it placed. And here's what we want written. You know, we want to probably do two designs. And, you know, here we go. This is what, you know, how how do we do... Because we have a pretty clear design for our first one, right? That's easy. Just simple nerds logo in the middle. And then on the back, we can put nerds the podcast or I'm very good at video games or however we want to do it, you know? Yeah. And then the second one, we probably want to do like the front says I'm very good at video games. And that's it. Just like a some way to shape that in a cool way, right? Or to make it yeah. make Something. sense. Yeah. So um, we're going to, we're you know, we're going to start looking into that. And we have a little bit of money from Twitch that we've gotten from our wonderful viewers and subscribers and all Fuck you guys. Yeah, thank you very much. And so we were like, why don't we just use that and, you know, toss it towards some shirts. And then, you know, maybe we'll do a couple giveaways too. We'll have some merch to like toss out and, you know, yeah, we'll each have some shirts because all I wear are Leah Simmons's uh, totally fine shirts because they're really comfy. So I'm going to go to <laughs> Ian and see where he got these. They're really comfortable shirts. And the design yeah. is not an iron-on. It's, like, in the fabric, you know? So, um, but anyways, I saw Shang-Chi, went to the theater. I was kind of nervous because, you know, Florida is crazy. Like, yeah, it's COVID is, like, exploding here. Um, But I just, what I did was I bought the tickets, like, two days before. And then I just kept watching. And my row was empty. Uh, well, sorry. My row was empty other than on both ends. There was, like, you know, some people. But there was four seats in between me on one side and, like, five on the other. And the closer people all had masks on the whole time. And I wore my mask the whole time, you know. And then in front of me was no one. And behind me, to the right and left, there was a couple people. But it, the theater was, like, less than 50% full. So I didn't feel okay. too bad. I got there. You know, I watched it, whatever. Um, I saw it in 3D, which the, the thing that I, I always forget to check because AMC sometimes in the daytime, like the good, the good uh, showing, like the early one that I like to go to is 3D. And I always forget. I don't really care, but I don't know. I don't default to 3D, you know? Um, yeah, I'm not really into the 3D much. So it has to be like a spectacle type movie. Uh. Well, the good know. thing is this is the newer style of 3D where they're not like gimmicky. You know, it's not like, ooh, okay. it's coming at ya. You know, like it's it's like the ambient. There, you know, there were some shots of the rings coming at you, but they were going to do that either way. You know, that's part of yeah. the the thing, right? Um, in this, it's more like the world. Like the world is more deep and and rich. Like it it looks like you're looking into a real world and. I thought it looked really good. There's some times where it, um, I don't know if it's the movie itself or if it was 3D, but it was a little, like this perspective was a little weird. Um, mm-hmm. But 
on the whole, I liked it a lot. Um, I'm going to rate it. Uh, I'm going to go at a 10. I really like 10 more than 5, personally. So I think I'd okay. like to stick with 10s. Um, I would give it like an 8 out of 10. I really, really enjoyed it. It's not perfect. But I really enjoyed it. And I honestly enjoyed it from how removed it is from um, the MCU. Okay. It's because it is connected. They mention the snap. Like, they mention, you know, that the world's crazy uh, because, you know, there's aliens that can kill half the universe in the snap of a finger. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, they, they make some mentions, and there there's a couple cameos. Um, Wong is in it a lot from Doctor Strange. And they're really utilizing him, I think, in a cool way, rather than just, like, goofy, stereotypical Asian dude. You know, like, they're mm-hmm. they're going, like, he's sort of like the Phil Coulson now. Like the okay. like a it, it, to Doctor Strange. I was I was saying he's like, I feel like they're gonna make him Doctor Strange's uh, Watson. You know, um, okay, makes sense. Yeah, and so he's there and he he fights spoilers for the trailer and what we see. You know, all again, I'm a light spoiler, but he's the one who fights Abomination, and he beats him like pretty easy. Nice. He he makes a hole and then lets Abomination punch himself basically, and knock himself out, and then he and then he like takes him to what looks like the raft like he opens another portal and is like all right buddy come on we're gonna work on your you know your technique and stuff and he's hmm. taking him somewhere but it looks like a prison it looks like the raft like the the superhero prison the thing they have like yeah and guardians and from civil war um yeah oh yeah civil war not yeah guardians, yeah not so you know that's a tied to it but for the most part this shows like more of the mystical side you know kind of like more which is interesting, you know, it makes sense that Wong's in it. It's more on the Doctor Strange level, right? Like the magic-y, you know, WandaVision, Doctor Strange, like just a different form of magic. We see some more of the, you know, Eastern-style mysticism. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of really cool fights, you know, a lot of really cool martial arts. It really does hearken to, like, a lot of, you know, our classic martial arts movies. Like, our generations, it, it felt it had some Crouching Tiger to it some kung fu hustly kind of stuff you know like a lot of really cool fighting um nice. and and they did a great job um then they do they do get to like some mystical stuff they do go to like the mystical land and it's real cool like the designs for the animals there are really cool they have some of those like chinese uh tigers you know the ones that have like big fangs um mm-hmm. and they're usually like black or red red and white or red and yellow but these are like tan they're like animal colored but they look so awesome like seeing those nice. visualized into reality was very 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 cool um i didn't i didn't expect it to do to go that fantasy and you know what the villain is great um you know they, they do in the end like there's like a big bad that's like kind of disconnected and it's not like a human-y type thing but for the most part his dad is is the villain and they really did a good job for me of humanizing what he wants to do and making it make a sense. It doesn't make perfect sense because the guy's a little nuts, obviously, you know, he's a bad guy, Yeah. but like he really just wants to reunite his family. And the whole thing is he's like, I'm going to save my wife because he believes that she's locked in Tao Lao and that they're keeping her from him. And so that's, okay. that's the, the arc and it makes sense, right? Like, this is a guy who was that's Genghis Khan. That's you know, he's been by many names. He's been he's immortal because of the rings and he's a conqueror. And he finally mm-hmm. got beat 
and fell in love with who beat him, which is their mother, who was a mystical warrior in of Tao Lao. She protected Tao Lao, and she was the first person he'd ever fought that could beat him. And she had magic. You know, she has the dragon's powers, like the dragon of Tao Lao. You know, the whole thing there. There's like a whole story yeah. of it. He, th- that dragon, I think it's a she. She grants the protectors some of her power. So they, she is imbued with ability, right? So she's not a human, but she also just uses his mo- momentum against him. It's like very Tai Chi, very... Um, I, I, what is the what is the other martial art that is Aikido? Like, a, Aikido, yeah, like where you utilize people's momentum and their energy. Is against that Aikido? Them. I think so. I, th- I don't know. Yeah, yeah, so one where you use their momentum yeah. against them. Yeah, yeah so she. Steven Seagal shit. It's pretty cool. <laughs> like the way that the way that in the end, um, uh, the lady who was actually in the actress that was actually in uh, Crouching Tiger, uh, Michelle Yao, I think. Um, she teaches Shang Chi, as the, you know, Shang Chi, as they call him, uh, how like how they were able to beat the Ten Rings because he knows he's gonna have to fight his father. Um, I mean, spoilers for the very obvious <laughs> buildup, right? But she she's fighting him. He's like, "Can you teach me, or at least help me understand how I can beat him?" Because those those rings are crazy, right? And so they're like fighting or whatever. And she finally she's like whipping his ass, like she's doing that kind of fighting and he she like shows him by blocking a, a blow and his fist is closed and she just opens it and then like shows him you're basically you need a gentle hand right like you need to be dexterous rather than strong so it was like just a cool thing like she doesn't say it she shows him you know what i mean um just it was really good it, it's disconnected there there are some post credit scenes that bring it back like it kind of ties it together and we know we're going to see more of it and honestly, I was kind of worried about Aquafina because I don't know her as an actress. I don't I've not watched anything of her. You know, I've never seen her in anything. I just know she's like polarizing. You know, there's people that love her and people that hate her. Kind of like a Melissa McCarthy or, you know, like kind of any character actor, any person who's like they play a, a similar character, like a Will Ferrell, who, you know, I love Will Ferrell, but you know, some people hate him. Um yeah. but I I thought she was great. She's more of the comedy, comedic sidekick type character, but they they make her make a lot more sense. Like they give her stuff to do. Once they're in Tao Lao, it's a little bit Deus Ex Machina, you know. Like okay. it's like for the whole movie. So they're like they are valet parking people. That's their job, and they're best friends. They've been best friends since college, you know. Like whatever. And and the cool thing is no romantic connection there's no romance in this movie for the main character for any character other than the dad mm-hmm. i thought that was really cool they hint at it a little bit with them but they are like they multiple times just basically prove their friendship their bond is strong you know um but they are valet parkers and she's the driver like she's really good at driving so most of what she does is just the getaway driving or the you know the kind of stunt driving which makes sense right she's good at driving that's what she does so it like was a nice way to tie her in and keep her relevant um, in a way that, you know, I think a lot of the sidekicks like fall off. Like Darcy was funny in the first Thor. And then in the second one, you're like, kind of like, why is she here? You know? And then in WandaVision, you're like, oh, she's awesome. And they gave her a reason to be there. And then she blossomed as a character. I think they need to focus more on that if they're going to try and do like a sidekicky type thing. So. Um, but once they're in Tao Lao, it's like, oh, I can shoot a bow. I'm good at this. And that's when it was kind of like, eh, you know, like, meh. Why would she be good at shooting a bow? She's never done it, you know? And 
I'm sure there are people who have a natural aptitude, right? So like it didn't knock points off or anything. I just was like, eh, I don't care about that, you know? But it gave her something to do and it was relevant. Like they give her a moment. It's it's great, you know, it's good in that way. But yeah, it's it's a great it's a great movie. I really enjoyed it. It's another banger in the MCU. Um, you know, it it's it it shows another side. It's what Iron Fist should have been. Um and th- there there was some of it. I didn't hate Iron Fist, I just didn't love it, you know? Yeah, it did never. It wasn't bad. It was just very CW. Yes, that was the problem with all of the Netflix stuff, other than Jessica Jones and Daredevil. Like, so Luke Cage, Iron Fist, both were very CW, and it was like, don't make it long. It doesn't have to be ten episodes, or you know, even even when they would do like eight, it's like just do five. Could have made a five episode story. That's just cottonmouth for luke cage which was great you know that arc was awesome and then they were like he died now it's diving back and you're like what that guy sucks you know like i don't know i just feel like a little editing would have helped but you know now marvel's in charge of the tv stuff and it's all been great so far so um i am excited you know i'm a marvel fan i like all their movie stuff um but i don't just you know i get shiny new toy syndrome that's why i rated uh Age of Ultron really high when it first came out. I still like on the yeah. rewatch actually, I was like, this is better than I remembered after I started thinking poorly of it. You know what I mean? Like, it isn't bad. It's just not great. It's that's like a seven out of ten for me. Like uh, Age of Ultron, maybe even six and a half, but like Yeah. An actual C. You know what I mean? Not like a like a high D or you know, not like something like that. Like, no, it's like a it's like a C. It's like a fine movie. It's it's fine. You can watch it and it's entertaining. It's not going to yeah. blow your mind, you know? But Shang-Chi's great. I've really liked... Marvel Phase 3 and 4 have been fucking bangers for me. And I know it's in a weird place, but I don't have any worries for Marvel, for me. Like, I'm going to miss Cap, and I'm going to miss Iron Man, but, like, I don't dislike anybody that's on the new, you know, on the newer stuff. I think I'm not sold on Captain Marvel, um, but... So spoilers, 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 spoilers for Shang Chi. Uh, she is in the post credit scene, um, but in a way that makes sense. It's not just like shoehorned. She's in it, and Bruce Banner's in it. Um, and okay. the reason being is they are looking at the ten rings. It's Wong. So in one of them, there's a mid credits and a post credits. The mid credits is no, actually, yeah. So this is the mid credit scene. Uh, they get pulled in by Wong. They're like, he's like, you need to come with me. And Shang-Chi and, and Aquafina go. And they're in the Sanctum Santorum. And then they um, bring in Bruce Banner and Captain Marvel via like the little hologram stuff. And they're just mm-hmm. they're they're just saying, like, do any of you guys have any of you seen this? Like it, the uh, Wong spell is like kind of showing them through the rings and kind of their molecular compounds or what you know, whatever. It's like kind of zooming in on them and like opening them up and doing stuff, right? And so okay. Bruce is like, I've never, that's a, that's a material I've never seen. You know, it's definitely not vibranium. It's nothing I've seen on Earth. And then Captain Marvel's just like, I've never seen anything like that on any of the planets I've been on. I've never seen anyone fight with something like that, you know, whatever. And so it makes sense, right? It like ties the world in a little bit, like it brings it back to the MCU. But they didn't just mm-hmm. go like, we need you, Shang-Chi, come through here. You know, like it's like, <laughs> no, come here. You're a fucking. So what she says is, when you put those rings on, I felt it out here. 
like I felt okay. something shift. You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of what it is. Is like to say, oh, there's a new, there's something powerful that came out. And the thing about them is, uh, Shang Chi's dad hadn't worn them in years. You know, like so, he put them on and was fighting, and then Shang Chi took them, and he inherits them basically. You know, and once he put them on, it was like, uh oh, something happened. You know, like there's something real strong out here. So you know, it just gives a little bit of oomph to Shang Chi, but they did humanize her a little more which was good like she had a little bit more personality and it's a very brief scene so i'm not going to say it's like it really assuaged all my worries you know because i i think brie larson's a good actress i think she's a great actress i've seen her in movies that have floored me you know what i mean so i attribute captain marvel's woodenness in her movie to directing i could feel they were telling her you're not human. You know, you're you're basically because she said something or somebody said something about it. I think it was spoiler Steve when we talked about it. Um, which I was on Scenic Cast this weekend for their review of Shang-Chi. So um go over there, tune in. It was really fun. Had a lot of fun. Um, somebody said something that either she said she was was like kind of trying to play the original Captain Marvel like Robocop, like just a kind of a soulless cop, you know, like just a because she was, you know, kind of trained as like you're not human, you're just this thing, whatever, you know. And so like space cop. Yes. So fine, right? But then in Endgame, and yeah, in Endgame, like when they had the Avengers meet her, that was like they gave her a little bit of personality, but it was just kind of like another snarky badass, you know? Like we have so many of them. Like they can do more with these characters, and I think we're getting there. Like all of the characters are evolving. Like Thor turn from fucking weirdo like just stoic good-looking guy to he has like a you know character now and a a personality but it is jokey you know like i think we could do someone who's kind of dry and kind of like just a goody goody but i don't know you can just do it better but in this they they give her a little personality she like leaves and is like i gotta go you know something's going on um you can get my number from bruce bye and like leaves and then he he, he's just there and he's like (laughs) She does it every time. I don't have her phone number. I don't know how to contact her. And he's like, but we'll figure it out. And then he leaves. He's like, good luck. And then whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, it was great. I, I really enjoyed it. <clears throat> I'm excited for Marvel. And and I think this and like, I think after Endgame, we were all like, what the fuck are they going to do? You know, like everybody that's left is kind of B tier, right? It's like not the heavy hitters. I mean, Thor is obviously... Thor, Hulk, you know, we, we still got Thor, Hulk, and Hawkeye. Yeah. That's cool. We lost Iron Man and Captain America, though. Yeah, and Black Widow, we knew, you know, was dead as well. So, um, you know, a lot of the main team was gone, and that's like, fuck. But now, and I think Marvel did the smartest thing they could have ever done, which was give these smaller characters shows, you know? Yeah. Bring them in, flesh them out. I'm now excited for Anthony Mackie as Captain America. Like... I was like, kind of like, let Bucky be Cap and let Falcon be Falcon, right? Like, let them, and maybe they'll switch back. You know, maybe they'll they'll do that a couple times, whatever. But right now, at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was like, fuck yeah, you know, I was like, hell yeah, yeah I'm ready to see more of this. Stay small scale because he does not have superpowers, so right, you have to be smart about it. But you know, have him be the leader, like have him be step in as like he's a military man. You know, he's he knows how to lead, he knows strategy, so that's great. WandaVision had me fucking hype, right? We see 
that post credit scene of fucking Wanda, like spirit or whatever, what are they astral projecting, reading in her full Wanda, you know, um, Scarlet Witch costume, reading like yeah. the fucking Necronomicon. I was like, oh yeah, I'm all in. And then, you know, now, and then we got Loki, and Loki starts bringing in some of the multiverse stuff, like really cool shit. And now Shang Chi, Shang Chi. How I don't I don't know what the you know I don't I don't want to be that guy that's like oh Shang Chi you know like that's just what they were calling him. <laughs> um, Shang Chi, fuck it. Shang Chi, yeah. You know we got Shang Chi. This is our first like big movie. You know we had Black Widow, but that Black Widow was in the past, so it's like it. You, we knew it was gonna have no stakes, right? Like it wasn't really gonna have anything to to hold on to. Shang Chi's this first film in the next set, and I'm like all in. And No Way Home looks fucking great. Like I'm I'm ready. So that's that's my review. It's, it's awesome. Go see it. I'm sorry if I spoiled anything. The post credit <coughs> stuff isn't even that big a deal. Like the, spoiling that's not a big deal. And honestly, anything I've said in the story isn't going to ruin it for you because it isn't necessarily a major thing. Like the stakes are high in a way that doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Because it's high for Tao Lao, right? Like the stakes are high for that. And then it, obviously, if the villain wins, then it could have reverberations, right? And it gets into some extra dimensional stuff, which is cool, which also kind of goes into the multiverse. You know, it doesn't fully establish anything multiversal. Like, um, let me just say that. But it has its own things, but it's just a good movie. Like, it's it's a nice self-contained story, has an arc. Every character has a story, and it's great. So go see it. It's fucking awesome. And if, you know, if if you're like Jesse and you're just kind of like, eh, I'm not 100%, you can wait till it's on Disney+. Plus. Like, it's... It's good either way, and they're gonna get their money. You know what I mean? Like, I if it was a smaller studio and this was like some indie thing, I would be begging people to go out, right? But Disney's got money; they're gonna keep making movies. You know what I mean? So like, we have no, you know, it's gonna make a billion dollars, and then we'll get more Shang Chi. So, but yeah, I'll check it out when it comes on Disney Plus. Yeah, you're. I've noticed you're just not a movie guy as much anymore, and you never really were. Like, you were never like a, uh. Like I love cinema, you know. Like we, you have certain movies you love, but you're just not like I have to see every movie, you know. You're not like me, where I if I, I like I have to see a ton of movies, like I have to see all of them because I love them. Like I want to see Malignant, and that just came out, but it's on HBO Max, so I'm probably gonna watch it on there. That's the yeah. new James Wan horror movie, and I've liked most of what James Wan has done. I like Dead Silence, dude, the fucking marionette movie from way back, like. And oh, I remember that. I saw that. Yeah, that, that was wasn't a, bad. That was a cool little movie. It didn't have <laughs> enough pu- puppets in it for me because it ended up being like the ghost of that lady or whatever. But like, it was good. You know, it was like filmed really well. And then he did Insid. No, no, he did um, Insidious, and he did the first couple um, movies with uh, the fucking Ed and Lorraine people. I forget what they're called. Um, and then obviously he, I think. Oh, he, um, Conjuring. Yeah, Conjuring. I love um, those movies. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, the the first two are great. The third one I didn't yeah. really like, and then the rest of the cinematic universe sucks my entire dick. So, but yeah. he is great. He's a great horror director. He does really good uh, work at like building creepiness and tension, and he doesn't rely on jump scares. And when they come, they are genuine and they're earned. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah definitely. So, uh, and he has a new movie out, and I've heard really good things actually. Uh, I, it just dropped today, so. Um, that might be something to watch with uh, the old lady. You know what I mean? I can't yeah. watch it with my old lady. She gets too scared, and then she's like, "I have to sleep with the lights on." 
No, so it's mine. Mine doesn't like horror <laughs> shit. She likes spooky shit, but they'd be getting scared and shit. Yeah, Can't like sleep at night. Yeah, it's so funny. I'm like, how you gonna like spooky shit and then get spooked? Part of the Just fun is getting spooked, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Part of the fun is like when you wake up and you're like, Chucky's here. <laughs> like even though you know it's not real and you just <laughs> you ever wake up and you're like in that haze and you're like, Oh fuck, I fucked up. <laughs> like I fucked up yeah, watching man. this shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm being scared still. Sometimes yeah. I still get scared, but it's all good. It's part well, so of being human. I think like I think, you know, what we're talking about with our lady friends is what happens to us. It's just, I don't, I, it doesn't affect me. Like, I don't get scared of the being scared. You know what I mean? I don't get scared of, like, yeah. I'm going to be scared tonight. Like, I'm just like, if that happens, it happens. I'm going to go to bed. Like, I know it's fake, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Or I'll just leave a light on or just leave the TV on. I'll just sleep with my dick out. Then if they want to kill me, they got to yeah. look at my dick. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to kill me, you're going to pay for it. <laughs> Pretty much. But, yeah. Um cool yeah so i'm probably gonna try and watch that this weekend maybe do a review um okay. all right cool so let's go on we will do state of play and we have we do have a couple comments uh you did post something on facebook and we got some a couple of comments. See if anybody on the uh, if anybody else saw it what they we liked did or didn't like um we did actually get an email as well oh sweet yeah very cool and then i also got a screenshot of the, the list of games the list of trailers yeah so i have a list right here um, I'm okay. on the screen rant. Everything is reviewed. it chronological? Yes. Okay, cool. That's what I have. Oh yeah, I got the same list. The yeah, screen rant. screen rant. So, in looking at this, I actually don't care about most of it. <laughs> but yeah, they... we forgot we forgot the ones that we didn't care about. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. what it pretty much is. And really, it was only like two that I was like, hell yeah. And then we'll we'll get to it. So it started with a very brief teaser of a remake of Knights of the Old Republic, which actually never came to PlayStation. Correct, yeah. Um, I've never played it, so... Me either? Um, I can't wait to not play it again. Well, it depends. <laughs> I'm kidding. I might actually play it because of how much... Like, a lot of people, this is their greatest favorite game of all time. Well, it's people supposed to be say, this incredible game. People say it's one of the best Star Wars stories. Yeah, and so... I'm looking like I'm, I'm prop. We'll see what it look what the gameplay looks like, but I'll probably try it at least. Yeah, I, I'm hopeful that they keep or they retain most of the style because it was a CRPG style game. It was like yeah, a, it was a turn based yeah, game. I hope they keep that, but I'm gonna bet they don't because we're talking about 2021, which I also I should mention I played Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous. Uh, which just came out last week, a new uh, Pathfinder game, which is a D&D offshoot. It's really good. Really, I played Kingmaker, which was the first one, but Owlcat, the, the company that made this, addressed every issue so well. It's so good. It's fucking hard. I, I put it to easy for a fight because I couldn't get through it. But I'm okay with that because I know it's like a 100-hour game and it's supposed to be hard. It's a tabletop game, but... Really good. So if you like CRPGs like Pencil Burn, I would say fucking hell yeah, let's you know, let's go because he loves those kind of games. It's really good. And it has some really good writing. I reloaded a save because I made a choice and I was like, I don't think I like the choice. And the choice was between two people. And I was like, let me try and step in, in here and stop this guy from killing this person because I don't know either of these people and I don't know who to trust. And literally, I say, like, hey, what are you doing? And the guy just fucking cuts his throat. And I was like, oh, shit. shit. And then I talked to him, like, all right, whatever. I'm lawful good. You know, I'm a paladin. So, like, mm -hmm. let me let me see if, you know, this aligns with my character. And the guy's like a fucking Looney Tunes, like, 
overly righteous paladin dude, but like I said, like, hey, the defenders are of, of the town are in this inn. They're trying to create a bastion because the demons are attacking. And he's like, I know that lady. Fuck her. I'm going to go kill her and take over. And I was like, what? <laughs> so then I reloaded. I was like, hell no. And then I killed his ass. <laughs> so nice. very cool. Has stuff like that in it. So sorry to to run off. I just I should have mentioned that earlier. It's good. And I'll give a bigger review. I'm only like seven hours in. So. So Knights of the Old Republic remake, we just see Revenant. You know, it just kind of it, it was just like a thing uh with some some dialogue and then a lightsaber lights up and you see Revenant's mask, which is who's been talking, and that's cool. Darth Darth Revenant's really cool, and I know the story of Knights of the Old Republic, and it's very cool. The twist is like super cool. It's built up really well. So yeah. um, so the next thing we got was Project Eve, which I gotta tell you, I didn't care about. <laughs> I'll play it. I'll buy that. It looks like Bayonetta May Cry. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just another I definitely thought of you. action game. I definitely thought of you when I was watching. I was like, oh, this is a, the, you'll definitely play it and probably really like I'll it. Because it. it did yeah, I'll look. Play it. The, I like the monster designs quite a bit. Yeah, because it's kind of cosmic y. A little bit of cosmic monster. Yeah. It's super gross. Yeah, like demon y, um, cosmic. Yeah, I. I don't really like the character, the main character. Either. I, I really don't like the Bayonetta-looking, super hot. You know what it was? Chick. It was too much Bayonetta, right? Like it was too much of a yeah, nod the body to it. Suit. Yeah, it was in the hair. It was too much of a nod to it that I was like, it's kind of a ripoff. Yeah, but then like the thing at the end, it showed the the other chick in the the cool outfit. I liked that outfit, uh, where like they drape the cape over and then the helmet comes on. That was cool. But I will definitely play it. It looks like it's probably going to look great. It, well, it made me notice that what was good about these games is these are finally like PlayStation 5 games. Like some of these games, these games cannot come out on PS4. Like this isn't coming out on PS4, I don't believe. No, it can't. Not, at the, not at the... And a bunch of other games that we'll say that are going to come up after this, you can tell like, oh shit, these are not cross-gen games. Yeah. These are legitimate mm-hmm. next-generation games. Not and at the cool fidelity it. we saw it at with the level of action going on. Like, yeah, the, the PS4 definitely. is still, like the Pro is still a powerful system, but those were like, they would be pushing it. They would be overheating a yeah. system. Um, so then we got Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which is a Borderlands offshoot. And we had uh, Tiny Tina DLC. The final DLC for Borderlands 2 was a Tiny Tina thing where she was DMing uh, a game that you played through in Borderlands, right? So it was like a medieval uh, skin over Borderlands. And it was actually really sad. Uh, former guest Ian cried because it was... This is why Borderlands 3 was so disappointing to me and why I don't care about Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I I think it's going to be trash because Gearbox lost the fucking plot. Um, because Tiny Tina's... I forget what it was called. Uh, her DLC in Borderlands 2 was her dealing with... Roll, coming to terms with the death of Roland, who was mm-hmm. like her adopted dad, basically. And so it was really sad because the way that she was DMing this story was her working through her grief. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. just really poignant and really, uh, really well done and actually very sad. And then Borderlands 3 came out and I, I couldn't believe how bad it was written. There was a part, <laughs> Borderlands 3, there was a part that I was so angry at how dumb it was. <laughs> it, it, uh, they 
there's a moment. Did you play it? No. Okay. I played some of two. I played like five hours of two. I thought it was fun, but it was just too. It was too much of a. It was too much of an investment. I just. I knew I was never going to play that. Play that. I want to one day maybe play it, but I, there's just so much to play. Play two. Maybe one day. If you ever get a chance, if you ever get the bug to like just play, and actually, it would I haven't. It would be a nice stream for you because it's very much what you like. It's an open world game and you collect yeah, a bunch of Yeah, that's what of, I do like about it. That's, yeah. why, that's why I'm enjoying Rage. And you collect a bunch of loot, but it's two has some of the best writing. Like the writing is really good and it's really funny. Like and I mean some of it won't have aged so great, you know, cuz it's like kind of edge lord humor which at the time was kind of newer to gaming, you know. Now you would you'll kind of roll your eyes at it, but a lot of it yeah. is really good. Um what was it? Oh, in fucking Borderlands 3. So there's sirens, and there can only be five sirens at any given time or something like that. So anyways, the main redhead chick from 2 is, like, going to, like, I don't even know, sacrifice herself or something, and she's, like, called the Phoenix because her siren powers are, like, a fiery wings and shit. Okay. They fucking play. They do, like, a black and white montage. <laughs> Leading up to this. And they play fucking Alicia Keys' Girl on Fire. And I was like, <laughs> this can't be real. Like, I was like, this is going to be a joke. And then it wasn't a joke. And I, I like posted in the pod with Ian and a couple of, I'm like, guys, this has to be a joke or else it's the dumbest shit. Like, it's the cheesiest thing of all time. And I can't believe it's in here. And Ian was like, well, I think that's the joke. I'm like, but they didn't have a punchline. Like, it doesn't go anywhere. They literally do a montage to the entire song. <laughs> and I was like, She's the fucking, she's a girl on fire. Like, it's two on the nose, man. It'd be like in fucking Hunger Games playing girl on fire when Katniss yeah. comes out. You know, like, come on, dude. Uh, but anyways, they just, it was just so bad. It was so bad. They killed off some of the favorite characters to make one of the most annoying characters in the world. Uh, like, a new main character. It's, mm-hmm. it's just bad. Anyways. Tiny Tina's one of those. I thought, I, it looks, I thought it. I mean, sure. I'm sure you have uh, this this whole uh, um, grudge with the story, but I will say that I will most definitely be playing that because that game looks fucking awesome. It does. It does look good. I it looks just, fucking super fucking awesome. It looks like medieval fantasy first person game with crazy another one of these. 100% next gen games <clears throat> that cannot be <clears throat> excuse me cannot be done on the PS4. Well the guy uh, that you see with like the sunglasses and the headband on he talks like a pro wrestler all the time and he he's actually one of I loved him in Borderlands 2 so um yeah. And Tiny I mean, Tina it looks cool. I don't really care for I I don't like the like the attitude of the it's too silly and too fun but it just looks it looks too good. Like I wish it was a little more serious, but I mean that's that's the tone of the game is super silly goofball shit. So I may not buy it, but I'll definitely play it. I may not be, I may not play the whole thing, but I will definitely get my hands on it because it looks really, really great and next gen. It makes me sad too because they show Butt Stallion again, and I'm like, man, that was like <laughs> one of the funniest things to me. And it, I liked it because it was so irreverent, right? It was like so stupid. It's t- um, Jack what's his name Fuck. handsome jack handsome jack he's basically taunting you the whole time and so he's like yeah i got a new fucking horse he's made of diamonds 
uh, and I named her after you. His name is Butt Stallion. And like at first you're like, what an idiot. And then you hear a horse and he's like, Butt Stallion, no. And then like throughout the story, you just keep hearing about Butt Stallion. So it's like a funny callback. But then, you know, they did it in three and then they, they're going to do it in here. And I'm like, ugh, don't ruin my favorite shit. But I'm I'm being negative because I'm still hurt from Borderlands 3. So yeah, I think I think it'll probably be fine, right? And it, it might even be great. I'm just going to wait because I don't okay. trust them. There's so many like Blizzard I don't trust anymore, BioWare I don't trust anymore. All my fa- all the guys that I was like these like CD Project Red, you were like I can trust them. Implicit, I don't have to question it. Now I question everything, you know? Yeah. Except for from if Elden Ring is bad, which I, I don't know how it could be, and I will knock on wood for that, you know, any company can make a bad game. But I just feel like from care still, you know, Miyazaki's still yeah. there running shit. So I just don't think what we see with these other companies is the leadership leaves. The original leadership, the original people and minds behind the games that we yeah, love leave. Like the doctors left Bioware. The second they left, Bioware sucked. Uh, You know, we got fucking. I know Randy Pitchford is still at Gearbox, but he's a piece of shit. So I think Gearbox was just <laughs> held up by other people, you know. But anyways, so I think as long as Miyazaki's still around and we still get these people that care about gaming at From, we'll always have someone we can trust in that place. But you know, whatever, we'll see. So after that, we got Forspoken, which is the new Square Enix game. That remember we saw yeah. like a thing of the girl with like the her... yeah it was a demo it was a tech demo it was like one of the first next gen PS5 tech demos we saw of like a girl f- doing magic shit and so at this first at first we see her on Earth and so she's someone who goes to a different dimension type thing right she's like a Ash from yeah. uh, Army of Darkness right um, and then it's she... basically yeah it's basically this the shit where oh, we're going to move somewhere different and then she gets sucked into a portal and goes to fantasy land. Which yeah. is fine. And then what's funny? Premise. What's so funny to me is like <laughs> the whole time this happened, and she turns around and sees the portal. I'm like, "Bitch, jump through the portal. Go home." Yeah, go home. What are you doing? Get what are you- like, <laughs> obviously, right? We all fantasize like, "Man, it'll be so cool if a fucking portal opened and shot me into a world where I saw a fucking dragon." I'd be like, "Nah, I'm good," and leave. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not fucking Aragon. <laughs> I'm not Frodo, you know, like I don't have anything. I mean, Frodo sucked, but you know what I mean? Like I'm not Gandalf. I'm I'm not going to get magic. And even if, you know, she doesn't know at that point that there's a bracelet that's going to give her magic powers. Like, bro, jump. Th- that fucking thing stayed open for 30 seconds. Yeah. And even when it was closing, bitch, dive through it. <laughs> you left your cat at home, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm assuming the cat goes through it with her. I'm assuming the like cat a, is the bracelet. I'm assuming okay. that cat is tight. But, I mean, this is just obviously shot in the dark. But I will say, graphically, it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it does look pretty awesome graphically. The combat, once again, super next-gen, the monsters, the dragon. Uh, it looks really great. I mean, and then? the only thing that I have a problem with it is it's very... It plays and reads like a summer um, young adult, like Potter style movie, from the sound to the voice acting direction. It just it's it's a it's really great because it's very cinematic, but it feels like it, it, it feels, it feels like, like a Harry Potter or a or like a it feels like a like and that's great. It's just it's it's not for me. I don't yeah. think it's for me. It's not going to be for me. I can tell. 
because yeah. I don't ever play a caster. <laughs> and be, yeah, the reason I mean, I'm being, I'm fine with the game with a caster, but it's just the way that she's like talking during the combat, where where it's like that thing of like, whoa, I can move things with my mind. But then they're showing like dope ass combat against goblins, and it's just like, please don't, don't bring this. And maybe it's because I'm just an asshole. Don't bring this youthful, fun, like yes. Disney teen vibe to it. But it's going to be great for young people or people who like that kind of fun um, energy. We're, so we're it just does old. Feel very family and fun. We're just old and YA shit. We're old and jaded, so like we don't identify with that, right? Like I'm yeah. sure a kid who's 14, 13, 14 is going to be like, "Fuck yeah!" Right? Like. That could yeah. be me. Very cool. Me, I'm like, well, I'm never going to turn into a 15 year old girl. So, or what? I think she's like 18 because she's living alone. I think, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I'm just not going to identify with that, and I don't have to identify with a main character. Like, you love Tomb Raider, and you're not going to identify yeah. with Laura Croft. But it's just a different. It's a different vibe. I'm more like I just literally saw all the combat and thought none of that looks good to me. Like, looks good to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, it looks like it's going to be good in its own way. It's going to be flashy and cool, but it's not what I want. I'm an RPG gamer. I realize that. The older I get, the more I realize, like, I don't really like other types of games. You're more of a variety gamer. Like, you like a lot of different stuff. But yeah. everything I like has roots in RPGs. You know? Even, like, Spider-Man has a leveling system and, like, a, a skill tree and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think... the I. I like adventure games as well, but they have to have something that I like. You know, they have to have something that I de- that uh, speaks to me. And this does in the way of like fantasy shit, but I don't want to be a guy who's just magic hands. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that's, um, I'll play it, yeah. but I won't buy it. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. So then we got the Rainbow Six Extraction trailer, which um. I mean, it's gonna be okay. They were they already had extraction. Uh, they had this mode in Rainbow yeah. Six Siege. They just, I think, are bringing it out to its own game. It's yeah. just a horde. And it was a cinematic trailer. Yeah, so it's we just don't know a, what it looks like. It's a horde mode game. That's exactly what it was. Extraction was in Siege. It was like a fun way to just play like shooty in Rainbow Six with the character abilities, but without having to be killed multiple times by a twelve year old who's gonna tell you you fucked your mom. You know, okay. like. Instead, it's like you work with people, you work together with people. I bounce off those kind of after a while. Like that's why I'm not really stoked for like Back for Blood or Left for yeah. Dead. I I bounce off those games because you're just yeah, doing the same thing every time. Yeah, no, I don't play those games. I'm out. I'm good for one round, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, okay, I got it. <laughs> just run and shoot zombies, and then hopefully get to a safe place. So yeah, I don't know. Um wasn't I, I was whelmed i wasn't over or underwhelmed um then we got another remaster which is alan wake uh remastered which is actually coming out on october 5th so so far everything we saw uh is looking at 2022 except we did not get dates for knights of the old republic or project eve so tiny tina's is 325 22 forspoken says spring 2022 rainbow six extraction is january but then Alan Wake is going to be October 5th, which is cool. Like it's a I think this isn't the reveal. I think this is just a, a another trailer because I know that we had heard about this. I remember yeah. seeing Alan Wake remastered listed at E3 when we talked about that. 
Yeah, I mean, I never played Alan Wake or cared because it was like I think it was Xbox. It was. Uh, we and um, I guess I don't know. Maybe I'll get around to it, but probably not. Knowing myself, I don't have the patience for like suspense games, even like yeah. Resident Evil, which I started playing Resident Evil Remake Two, and it was amazing. Played it like twice, so I still think it's amazing. I just don't really have it's it's the speed is it's too slow for me. Same reason I'll, I'll probably never play Alien Isolation. Yeah, I just I can't play games that are that slow. Um, yeah, I don't. With Visage, I started playing Visage and I really liked it, but it's just too slow. I can't play horror games. I want to. Maybe I'll try because I want to know the story of Alan Wake. But even Control, which is the same universe, Control was I was it was so great looking and great controls. But man, Control was so boring to me it was so bland at all times i was bored and i stopped playing it yeah i don't Even go for it was awesome i don't really do stealth games i will sometimes be a stealth character if it's an option like i always play like a stealthy archer in an elder scrolls game to start because i like just mm-hmm. one-shotting people and like zipping around and whatever you know but I don't play games where stealth is forced. I, I tend to get bored because it's too slow, like you said. I'll play Metal Gear. Yeah, I'll play some stealth games, yeah. But not um, horror-y stuff. Like, so that, some horror games have that stealth thing where it's like, don't get caught, don't be seen. But um, I don't know. We'll, I'll have to see because yeah. it's, it's going to be super narrative-heavy, and I'm going to have to, like, want to care about it. Uh, uh, sorry. Speaking of things I don't want to care about, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five and GTA Online. Fuck that! Don't even give them the airtime. Like, Whatever, dude. They already talked about that at the fucking PlayStation Five reveal. Yeah, they pushed it back. Yeah, and it's coming in March. Yeah. Then we saw what they're doing is they're giving everybody a free million dollars per month in PlayStation uh, GTA Online. So and, every month on on GTA Online, you get a free million dollars. It's like, who so they're cares? just pumping everyone full of cash where everybody can run around with rocket launchers, yeah, which I'm sure is cool if you're into it. Yeah, I know, people, into it. I know people love it. I have played it. I played it. It was free on uh, Epic Game Store. And Brian mm-hmm. and Greg from the Slobs played it, and they used to RP. So I'm like, I'm going to try. I got bored. <laughs> I literally walked like 10 feet, and I was like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm a regular person in a real world already. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't shoot people or run them over with a car, but guess what? I don't actually want to do that. Like, that doesn't excite <laughs> me. You know what I mean? I never was. Like, the novelty of Grand Theft Auto 1 and 2 back in the day, the top-down ones, you know, when I was like 11, I was like, that's so funny. I can pay for a you know prostitute and have sex and then run over monks or whatever. But like... Yeah. I was never like, all I want to do is go in the game and kill people. It ended up being that way in like Grand Theft Auto 3 just because I would accidentally clip someone, you know, like because I drive like shit or I would knock a phone pole over that would kill someone and then I'd have cops after me. So then I'd be like, fuck it, I'm going to kill everybody, you know. But like those games just, I have no interest in them. And this sounds so shitty because we've said this about everything, but I want to reiterate, I am very much a fucking fantasy RPG guy. That's just kind of... Where I've landed, I realize as an adult, like I just, mm-hmm. you know, I tend to go that way. Even just really, because I, I like, you know, sci-fi RPGs too, but I really like RPGs. So, and I know Grand Theft Auto is that in some ways, but it doesn't, like the world doesn't interest me. I am, when it came out, I was floored by how large the world was. And I know those are good games. They are great games. 
Uh, but I don't really care for ports anymore, like the 15th port of a game. Like, I don't care. Um, yeah. But a game that does actually look pretty cool, I don't know that I'll like it uh, or I'll be any good at it, is the next one, which oh, is... Wait, go- speaking of ports, I am going to buy Skyrim again. Why? Because they put fishing in it. <laughs> and I, that's all they did was add fishing. And f- I, fishing minigames are my favorite kind of minigames. And technically, yeah. I've never owned Skyrim. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that for the PS5 version? No, I've never owned it on, oh, on any platform. No, you mean for their 20th or their 10th anniversary or whatever they're doing? <laughs> you didn't hear about this? No. Yeah, dude. It's They're re-releasing it again. The new, but new, this new one, special edition Skyrim. They're doing is, uh, mods. Like They're bringing mods. The I think the, be- the, the most rated mods or whatever and, are coming stock. Okay. And then also like they've added uh, a complete new fishing minigame. Yeah, it's so dumb. Like, Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, I'm happy for you to have fishing because that's that's actually something you would just do. <laughs> like, that'll be a relaxing thing for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. To as like, long as the mechanic is good. If yeah. You, if the mechanic sucks, then fuck it. If it's clearly tacked on, then it's going to be annoying, right? It's going to be like almost a spit in the face. But time being, be hype about it, right? Because that's something that you like to do. And you have all, like, you literally bought the final fantasy 15 fishing minigame or it wasn't a buy right it was a dlc no no, no. i i paid for the dlc for it i yeah. want to play the, the game they made but it's a v, it's a psvr game i don't yes. know i almost bought a vs psvr one just for to it. play that yeah, fishing yeah. game monsters of the deep um anyways so yeah that's cool and and i'm glad for that because that's gonna be something cool for you and you know what play through skyrim i've been playing um that mod um which is called Oh my god. Uh, hold on, I gotta open up Steam. It's called Enderall. Um, they launched a whole version of it and it's in Skyrim. Like it's in the engine. Um, and it feels like it, which is the only thing that annoys me, but the storytelling in it is so good. And so I've been enjoying that, which, you know, whatever. But I think it'll be cool. I do a playthrough, whatever. Um sorry, I'm tired, hey. Um I'm good. Then we saw Ghostwire Tokyo, this weird first-person horror magic fighting yeah, game. Yeah, kind of action-y, first-person magic horror game. It looks cool, though, like Oni, you know, Japanese Oni, demon hunting, fighting, ghosty yeah. thing. It's cool. It looks I'm really good. Play it. it looks really good. Yeah, like I'm I said, I'm going to play it. I don't know how good I'll be at it, and I might bounce off just because I suck. You know, like a me problem, yeah. but I'll they definitely... Not, they didn't really show... They showed gameplay but i don't they didn't show actual like no they didn't the show game. like a hud they showed like combat yeah they showed like selected combat stuff and it looks neat i like the designs all the cool japanese horror shit um it looks like it, you know it's gonna be cool but i mean then again horror game yeah the only thing is is this has a lot of magic combat so yeah i'm down for that so it doesn't look like it's gonna be like resource heavy like go slowly turn the corner hopefully don't shoot you know like whatever um but yeah it looks good i mean it looks really good graphically it looks fucking awesome and i like some of the designs like i really like like kind of the japanese oni style uh monster designs i really like that kind of stuff like the kabuki Mm -hmm. mask looking shit and fucking headless ghosts and shit really cool um so that looked good and then we got a cinematic trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy, um, the Marvel's Guardians game. I no, there was gameplay. Was there? 
Fuck, I watched this while yeah, I was dude. working. Does it look good? Yes. It, so it starts off cinematic, and then it shifts to gameplay. I am... Okay, I'm excited because the designs look awesome. They're all edgelord as fuck. Um, so I love the way the Guardians look. And then the combat looks pretty awesome. It looks like Avengers in the sense of like the same size and scale. Um, but I don't know. I, I think... I, I'm not sure. It didn't say a whole bunch of this is a multiplayer game experience no, online. I think this is going to be like more of a game. game. Yeah, more like just a game. And it's not from Crystal Dynamics or Square or whoever did the Avengers. Um, mm-hmm. It's Eidos Montreal. So Yeah, so if this is just a game, dude, it's quite possibly this may be pretty fucking awesome. And it looks really neat. I do and like the designs. They do really cool stuff. They didn't do the Avengers thing, where yeah, they were like they just they made them completely different. They look like the comic characters. I mean, yeah. obviously, Rocket kind of looks and sounds like Rocket, but I mean, it's a raccoon. You're, like he yeah. looked right in the movie. They didn't try to do Batista. They did, you know, uh, Drax. Like he Drax, has the green yeah. skin and not like in and a bright color. It's not like you know, these muted colors. And Gamora looks more like comic book Gamora. So, yeah, it looks good. And even Star-Lord looks and sounds good. So I think the voice acting sounded great. I just, I was kind of like watching as I, you know, I had it on in the background while I was working. So I was just listening, thinking it was just cinematics at that point, you know? Yeah, yeah no, this, there's, you should go back and look. It's I will. I'll definitely some watch gameplay. it. It's really, it looks really cool. I mean, selective gameplay. You don't see a yeah. HUD. And, you know, coming up, so that's saying, actually, it's October 26th. What the fuck? That's soon. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that. It comes out, like, in two months. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, we'll fuck see. Yeah, so then we saw Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt, which got pushed back. Uh, I think it was supposed to come out this year or maybe even 2020, but then it got pushed back. And my buddy, um, Justin... <clears throat> One of my best friends, he um he loves Vampire the Masquerade. He played the original PC game. He played the fuck out of that game. The like Diablo yeah. top down. It was an RPG, well, but it yeah. had like isometric camera and stuff. Um he loved that game and he's a big fan of like the kind of vampire mythos. Um mm-hmm. so he was really s- stoked for this. And they looked pretty good, but I I couldn't tell is this the same Vampire the Masquerade sequel game or is this like a different game? It looked like it could have been I like don't a weird know, man. multiplayer. I, honestly, thing. I thought this was RE Reverse at first. Really? Because it looked like Resident Evil characters and it looked like a multiplayer combat. That's what I'm game. saying. It looked like a multiplayer game. And I was like, It looks like a multiplayer like deathmatch game. So weird. Uh, let, I think, let, I don't know what, it, I don't know, maybe it's a mode. I don't know. But this looked like a multiplayer deathmatch game. I'm looking it up, sorry, uh, to see. It's, oh, no. No. Dude, how dare you? Blood Hunt is a thrilling free-to-play battle royale game. Yeah, then fucking don't even give it attention, then fucking it's Oh, that kills me. So Bloodlines 2 is the game I'm thinking about that I thought this was. And again, I had this kind of on, so I was like, all right, cool, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm just like kind of listening. It's <laughs> so Bloodlines Two is stating it's still in development and it's stating 2021. But I mean, there's it's it announced that the production had been moved to another. De- oh, it changed developers. 
And in February, it swapped to a new developer. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's so bad. Oh, well. Free to play. You know what that means. Enjoy it if you're into that thing. I'll pass. Um, Let me see. Planned. It doesn't say. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, so it, it further delayed in late 2020 to an unspecified 2021 date. So it's going to get, it'll get pushed back. Yeah. It said in February, they pushed it back past 2021. But whatever. So, man, that's a fucking bummer that they. St- okay. I'm just going to say this. And every person who likes games and every listener to the show knows this to be true. But I wish video game companies did. Stop fucking making free-to-play games. Just stop yeah. it. Stop doing it. Like, and, and that comes from someone who plays Apex and League of Legends. Just stop. Just stop doing it. Let me pay you to like not sell me shit. Like, just let me pay yeah. you. And then if you want to have your little cosmetic shop, I don't even care. Like, I don't mind Apex and League's uh, predatory shit because it's not game-changing. It doesn't do anything to the game. You know what I mean? It's just cosmetics. Um, and if people want to pay you $30 for one skin, go crazy, right? Um, but just stop making free-to-play games, please. Like, I want to be that Michael Jack or my, Michael, Michael Jordan fucking gif. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Get help. <laughs> um, God, that fucking broke my heart for my buddy Justin, man. Oh. Yeah. Because again, I was watching and I'm like, at first, you know, they're running around and they're like, and I'm like, yeah, these are vampires. They're eating people. That's the kind of the world of Vampire Masquerade, you know? And then I just, for some reason, I started watching some of the gameplay. And again, I was kind of just like not paying attention, you know? I saw what it was and I was like, hell yeah, the new Bloodlines trailer or whatever. And then I saw something and I'm like, that looks like a PvP fight, you know? Like, you're fighting yeah, humans was, mostly or humanoid characters, right? When you're playing those games. So, like, I was like, either the AI is really good, <laughs> like these are like holy shit level AI, or that's supposed to be a person, you know, like a human being. So, yeah, whoo, that hurts. So then we Next. got another another Death Loop trailer. Could I care any less about a game? I don't even care, dude. I don't even know what it is anymore. I don't care, and I know that people listening are probably like, "Oh no, I wanted to talk about Death Loop." I mean. I th- I'm just not into. I'm not into single player, right? Stuff. I thought it was single player. I'm pretty sure it's a multiplayer game because well, I think I think you play as one of the assassins and someone is somebody else. I could be wrong. Maybe I should have paid more attention. Nope, it's multiplayer. It's, fuck. Yeah, it's it's a multiplayer focused game where like you're an assassin, someone else is coming for you, and I don't like. I personally, I guess because I'm I I suck sometimes a lot of time. I don't like having someone else in my game whose sole purpose is to m- ruin my time. I don't like it. So I don't want to play a game. I don't want to I don't want to play a game where other people are just out to get me. I'd rather play the computer. I'd, that's why I like Aliens cuz it's oh, you know, wait, I'll PPE. tell you. So it does say the game features a multiplayer aspect in which the characters can alternate alternatively take on the role of Juliana. So you play as Colt and you're stuck in a death loop, and the thing is you have to kill these four people to get out of it, or whatever, kill these set amount of people uh, to get out of it. But then there's someone who tries to stop you. So it says you can play as her in the multi- multiplayer. Um, 
and if you take that role on, you can play. You'll you'll basically get looped into a random player's game and and you know try and stop them. But it says it's optional, yeah. and players can prevent others from taking on the role in their game instead, leaving this to a computer controlled opponent because she's part of the she's part of the game. So it's kind of like the bosses in the Souls games where you put on like the old monk, like someone will okay. play that character. So that's cool. It is a single player game. It just has that as well. So that's what I thought. It's it. I'll I'll probably play it because it looks like I need a fun. Like I like to shoot, but sometimes I don't want to play shooters against people, and that's why I was like uh, trying to do Far Cry Five. I was trying to do shit, and it just I was kind of like not hitting. I don't know. Nothing hit me yet, but um. So maybe that'll be fun as like a thing to play through a couple times. But I'll wait till it's on sale. But that comes out September fourteenth. Okay. Then. They fucking showed us the Radiohead game, which is coming yeah, out. That's oof. It's coming kid out in November. Amnesiac. So it's Kid A Amnesia. So it's Kid A and then Amnesia. And it's okay. and it's exhibition. So it's gonna be I, I think it's gonna be some kind of like ambient game, right? Like where you're just walking around, yeah. there'll be creepy shit. But I sent it like over a to interactive art gallery, like Mist almost, right? Like that's what I felt like an old Mist. Well, Mist is hard as fuck puzzles. Sure, but what I mean is, yeah, there might be something like that, like a obviously not as crazy, but you know, like a, a smaller scale version of that, where you're just like walking around looking at creepy shit from the art books, and you know, yeah. And it's two albums. It, it's going through Kid A and Amnesia, which are Amnesiac. Amnesiac, sorry, uh, which are two. You know, radio which are two dope ass radio albums that came out together, but they're actually like were they're pretty much one album. They were kind of done together, somewhat. Uh, it's kind of like they're kind of bond binded in a way. Kid A and Amnesiac are like kind of of the same uh, world. They're like melancholy and they're the infinite sadness, but yeah, they're very similar, but not yeah. released as one two CD thing. Correct. God, Smashing Pumpkins, man. Sometimes incredible. sometimes I'll toss Smashing Pumpkins on. I'm like, these guys are fucking good. And then sometimes <laughs> his voice makes me want to rip my ears out. You know, like, it's weird. Oh, yeah. And it's also that, like, Billy Corgan's such a fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah. He's just so, like, so, so he's such that artist guy, right? Like, that, like, I'm sure having been in bands, you've met so many of him, right? Like, you meet some weird people. Like yeah, being sometimes. in film school, I mean, I wasn't need... in, see, I was in metal bands, yeah. So it's different. Like heavy metal bands are different from like, um, I don't know, artsy fucking wa- artsy wannabe shit. artsy yeah. artsy shit. Yeah, it's not like being in like the shoegaze scene. Yeah, but there are some fucking bangers, dude. They're no yeah, jokes. definitely. Smashing Pumpkins was the shit, man. And dude, when I was 13, 12, 13 and I was like my huge grunge phase, phase, I had the biggest crush on Darcy. Their fucking bassist, dude. Like her, you know, Courtney Love. I had a crush on. I had a crush on both of the main uh, singers from Veruca Salt. Like God, I had yeah. the, I had the biggest crush on both of them for different reasons. They were like, <laughs> they were like uh, the girls from the craft. You know, like you're. They're like hell yeah. Mm-hmm. They're all really pretty and they're all like, they fill some some different like fantasy, right? Like some different like you know different version of the same you know thing i just had the biggest crushes on them but anyways i there's one on here called tachia that i don't even know what it is is that the hawaiian one i think it was yeah so i i i being me 
as soon as I saw like the little kids in the happy land, happy world, I just fast forwarded it. Yep, I did this. I literally, my brain was like, no thanks. <laughs> I was just like, no, dude, I'm not playing that. As soon as I saw, as soon as I saw there were ukulele controls, and you could play a ukulele, I fast forwarded. You were like, as you're like, you could miss me with that shit I hate more than the ukulele. <laughs> um. So then we saw another game I immediately didn't care about, which was Uncharted Legacy of Thieves. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess they're just upraising the the that game and bringing yeah, it over. Yeah, I think so they're. I, I, I one day will play Uncharted, and so then I might care then. But if anything, cool. I, I played Uncharted too, cool. and I thought it was really good. Those games yeah, are fun. I a lot of that, and and Those they're games good games. Shit, yeah. I just again more re-releases and re. I was like, I don't care. Like, I've already seen it. Don't try to hype me on a remake of something from last gen. Yeah, like when the Souls games move between you know move from ps3 to ps4 i was stoked because you couldn't play ps3 games on ps4 yeah. you can play ps4 games on like there's no reason for this yeah you know what i mean I, i'm sure they're gonna do things that make it make sense right like I, i'm sure it's just i'm not gonna get hype on it and i'm not a, yeah, i'm definitely. not the biggest uncharted fan but whatever i did get hype for marvel's wolverine it was a very short teaser but fucking Insomniac, the makers yeah, of Spider-Man, man. are making a fucking Wolverine game. That's I'm super excited because your boy loves Wolverine, but I'm also just worried. What what is this going to tell? You know what? What wing of Marvel is going to fucking have their hands on it? I trust that it's not going to be too. I trust that it's going to be faithful to Wolverine. And it's it looks good, like it, story. right? Because he's like in a bar. He's got his flannel on. You know his cowboy hat. Like he looks like. Yeah. He looks. I like, trust it's going to be good because Spider Man was good. Spider Man was great. Yeah, definitely. So, and I have. To I play definitely Miles. think it's. I. I don't know. I. I have faith. It, it's pro, whatever this is is probably going to be awesome. Yeah, and I hope it's. I'm so we were talking a little bit, you know, pre-game uh, of the podcast. I was like, I just wonder if it's going to be fun to play Wolverine. And you did remind me that there have been great Wolverine games. Yeah, the Wolverine game on the PS3. Um, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I just I was more comparing it to playing as Spider-Man, which just seems like so different, right? But that 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 can be good. Like, you know, again to go to Souls, it's like playing a strength build or a dex build, right? Like, or, you know, or, or a mage, like I think it'll be fun, and I think hopefully they do something different. Obviously, combat wise, like I don't really want more Batman combat, right? That works for a yeah. Spider Man or a Batman who's a flippy do guy, but like Wolverine's just a brawler, you know? Like he don't do backflips. He may jump to stab someone, but like they need to build him to fight like a melee guy, you know? Yeah. And I wonder how they're going to do, like, his healing factor and all that, which would be cool. It'd be a cool way to not have to heal. You know, you can just kind of run somewhere and heal, <laughs> just, like, wait. But I'm excited. I, I hope it's good. And, I mean, the the cinematic looked great, and I like that he's just in a bar having just beat the shit out of everyone. Like, mm -hmm. he fucked that place up. Bartender's gone, and he's just drinking, and then someone whips out a switchblade, and then he pulls his claws out, and it's over, which... Fuck yeah, dude. That's a good teaser, though, right? Like, we don't need more than that. Don't put out some crazy cinematic. Like, even we're going to get there, but the Spider-Man 2 one is pretty short. And so, anyways, yeah. we got Gran Turismo 7, which I well, personally didn't care about. It looks cool. But I was yeah, like, Jesse, like, like it. All the Gran Turismo trailers look the same. Yes. They all look incredible. Yep. 
But it's in the end, it's fucking Gran Turismo. They which all is look great. like you're like, fuck, that looks real. But then you're like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah. I see real driving. Like, yeah, I can't drive a Porsche, but I also don't want to. So it's, again, and the, I, I want to say this. None of these games looked bad other than the Blood Hunt one because it was a you know free to play whatever. Just a lot of this wasn't up my up my personality, but I was like hype for the people who like this shit, right? Because Gran Turismo has yeah. a huge following, and so oh, yeah. they usually do one every gen, right? Like they do one for every new gen, and so I'm stoked that you know, and it's always like at the beginning of a gen. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. They always do like. All right, here's Grand Turismo. It was announced one. Yeah. And then it comes out within the beginning of some time. Yeah. So cool. It looked amazing. You know, it looked beautiful. I don't really go for racers, but I do love to see how much further they can push graphics every time, you know? It's mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive. They're always at the very cutting edge. Grand Turismo has never failed to be the best-looking racer. It's crazy. But I, yeah, I know that a lot of people who like racing games, like you, don't really go for them because they're not, like, exciting. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's no, like, uh, there's no thing to it. They don't have a thing, right? It's just you're driving a car. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just simulation driving. But for people who like driving sims, supposedly those games simulate every different driving experience really well. So if you do have interest in cars... And you do th- think like I wish I could drive a Porsche or a fucking, you know, some souped up Audi or some fucking, you know, whatever it is. Apparently, the feeling of those driving are really well, really well emulated. You know, so that's that's cool. Yeah, it's just a niche that like I don't like flight sims, but people who you know people who play Microsoft flight sim fucking love them, right? So it looked good for that. Um, Spider Man Two trailer looked fucking amazing, and I love. I did not play Miles yet. I need to get it back from you and play it. You know, um, you platted it, so that's great. Um, mm-hmm. I love that it's both Spider Man and they're fucking fighting together, right? Like, yeah, man. Because you know, I, I when Miles Morales came out and it was Ultimate, I was like, cool. You know, uh, we get a black, you know, Latino Spider Man, great. And you know, some some of the nerds were up in arms. You know, some of my fellow nerds in the world were like, this is just they're just trying to like be pc whatever and i'm like who cares if it's a good character and guess what he's a fucking yeah, good Miles character is awesome a lot of the ultimate stuff kind of sucks right because it's it it used to feel like what if right it used to feel like they would take like the what if formula and kind of tweak it for like a longer form thing with some of the mm-hmm. early uh stuff from the ultimate universes cuz they would do like weird twists right it would be like Logan is Wolverine, but he loses a hand, or you know, whatever it is, or, yeah. or like he's this, he's like turns into an actual Wolverine, and you're like, no, Spider Man. <laughs> they were like, this is just a different universe, Spider Man, and Peter Parker is there, but he's this guy's Uncle Ben. That is so cool, right? Um, and so I like the idea that there's room in the world for two different Spider Men. It's it's kind of yeah. weird that they're both called Spider Man, right? But like you know, uh. They could change, you know, one of them could just change their name. He could be like a different spider, you know? So it's cool. Do they do any of that in the Miles Morales story? Any of what? Like Peter and Miles like fighting together and stuff and like being Spider Man next to each other? In the only in the very beginning when you are fighting Rhino, um, P- 
Peter's there with you. So in the very beginning of the game, you're you and Peter are chasing Rhino together, and it's pretty awesome. You're chasing Rhino through the city, and Peter's with you, and then you don't really fight with him. It's in a cutscene. Okay. But when you're doing, I mean, it's all basically an on rails moment. Yeah, yeah. But you're kind of with Peter. It, it's kind of. It's kind of like that, but it's you know I will say Insomniac does such a good job in the Spider-Man game of blending some of the more cinematic moments with actual gameplay. They do a really good job. Like, oh yeah, it doesn't feel like oh here we go movie game moment. Like some of the you know some of these games do it. Like God of War does a really good job of that too, actually, where you're fighting and then a stage of that boss fight comes through and you see some more you know like some more cinematic stuff and it really intensifies the moment. Um, yeah, they do a good job of that. So, um, but this one, this trailer shows them fighting together, and you hear what I believe is Craven the Hunter narrating, talking mm-hmm. about how they've been looking for a challenge, like the ultimate challenge, and he says, "Hopefully, you can give that to me." And then they look like both Spider Man look down an alley into the darkness, and I'm thinking Craven's gonna come out. I'm waiting for the Craven moment. Fucking Venom says, "Yeah, man, we will." And, yeah, that's going to be wild. And Venom looks fucking good. This is why yeah, I love man. video games and why I love these big... And, you know, I just said I love RPGs and pretty much only RPGs, but I do like things like this because they're going to tell me a story of a character I like. And, again, Uncharted is great. I just... I'm not huge into those games, right? But, mm-hmm. like, you know, Last of Us was amazing. Last of Us 2 was great. Um, so I yeah. do like these things, right? But that hyped me the fuck up because Spider-Man told a great story, um, but they brought in kind of a new villain. You know, they they we had the Sinister Six. We had a bunch of villains, yeah, both but... times, Mister Negative, and then the freaking the the ch- the chick, the um, I didn't the, the yeah, Tinkerer. I so she is in the comics. Yeah, but these are like newish. Yeah, you know, but it's not, yeah, they're new renditions. Six, yeah. Bro. yeah. Like, this is fucking Venom, dude. I'm ready. Yeah, man. And I hope he's... Because we only see his face, so I am hope he's fucking huge. And I hope we get Eddie Brock, right? We get a moment with this... You know, we get a couple hours as Peter with the black suit. You know, I hope we get all that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to get black suit. And, I mean, it's going to look like Venom, dude. It's got to be... Big beefy venom. I doubt they're gonna go Topher Grace looking venom. Well, I'm more worried about like the new movie version of Venom, which I don't hate that movie, and I don't even really hate the design. I hate the flourishes on the design in the movie, that weird veiny shit instead of like just giving us the spider because they yeah. didn't have Spider Man in it or whatever. Um and it really does bother me now that somebody pointed it out that Carnage in the new movie has a tongue. Because Carnage doesn't have a tongue. Oh, I didn't. I haven't even seen the Carnage trailer yet. It looks okay. It, it it's gonna be fun, I think. And Woody Harrelson's wig looks a lot better because it was so goofy in the end of Venom. Did you see Venom? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, I thought it was all right. Yeah, I it was okay. It was just all right. Yeah. I thought it was fun as a movie, not great as a Venom movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah, a fun yeah. enough thing, and even. Even in a small part uh, as a Venom movie, right? Like, it was like, okay, you're like, all right, whatever. As Venom, he's okay. As Eddie Brock, I was not a big fan of, what's his name? Who I think is a great actor, too. Tom something or other. Um, Hardy. Tom Hardy. But but Venom was cool. Right. And I, I liked his... I didn't... 
I liked his face. Venom's face is hard to do because he doesn't have a nose and doesn't have room for a nose, you know? It's like a kind of a weird face, but um, I think they did a good job there. But anyways, after yeah. Spider-Man, which looks amazing and is going to be great. I mean, come on. We already know. Um, I mean, they could fuck it up, so let me knock on wood there too, but they've got a great track record, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We saw a really extended look at God of War Ragnarok, which also looks really nice, but to me looked a lot like god of war and not yeah, and that's man. not a bad thing per se because this is a continuation of that game but it does yeah. not feel next gen that's the problem with it is that it's not it's a ps4 game yes because they're <laughs> releasing it on fucking ps4 yeah so unfortunately I mean, it's. I'm sure it's going to be fine. Atreus is cool. And... I will say, even with that and Horizon, where I was stoked that they were going to be PS5 and they were our true next-gen games, our you know, our big, big ticket games. I'm glad they're releasing them on PS4 because people cannot get PS5s. So I don't yeah. want my fellow, you know, friends and you know, game gamers like us. We are lucky enough to have gotten PS5s. I don't want people to miss out on games. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm I'm happy in that way, but I am I am bummed that they didn't they didn't get to be as amazing as they could be. Because they had some Horizon Forbidden West playing, and it looks great, right? It looks great, but there's something off. I was saying to you, when you see her in the shad shadows in the shade of like the trees on the beach fighting this big elephant, she's in the shade. And her hair is glowing. I don't get it. There's like a weird highlight that stays on her. And it might be just this development build. You know, it could just be some toggle that was on to test lighting. So, you know, I know they'll fix it because Horizon looked amazing the first time, you know. Um, but it was just weird. It was kind of off. But yeah. the fucking, the the world looked great. And I will say the same for God of War. The, the, the environments looked really good. I think it's the models that didn't necessarily make that jump. Because I think if you scale down like the open worldness of these worlds, I'm, I'm sure Horizon will be very open world, so we might see a diminishment in that quality. But like, you know, if you scale down a bit on that, you can make them look really, really nice, right? Because you don't have to have super draw distances and things like that. So hopefully, we get a nice balance. But I mean, God of War looks great, and it's gonna be awesome. You know, like the the story wise looks really cool. So though the kid, yeah, the kid it, sounds kind of just... whiny. Yeah, well, he's a teenager now. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, it looks it looks cool, but it does very much so just look like the other half of God of War. Yes. It didn't. And also, I kind of, I mean, I hope they're just hiding some stuff, but once again, it just looks very, um, the enemies are just kind of like goblins, and it's like, where's the big shit? Like, where's the big stuff? Where's the... I did did see a centaur. I got very excited for the centaur. That was cool. And Thor was, you know, Thor's sidearm hammer when Mjolnir was there. But it still seemed kind of like, you know, God, I still... I really do need to go play that. You do need to play that. It's difficult, but it's... But, you I mean, you you just, just, you know, you don't have to platinum it, but... um, at least play the base game. It's yeah, doable. that's it's very. I need cool. to do it. It looks really good. Um, 
I think I went into it wanting more, um, I hate to say it, uh, souls. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I'm spoiled. Yeah, but... and, and not combat. More, I, I, I'm just so in love with like the, you know, like uh, this time I'm going to play through with this weapon. Yeah. But, and, and that's just not what God of War is. And I, I have to recognize that. I, I got, I got a, I got two like the druid chick inside the tree. And so it wasn't that far. And then I started getting beat up and it was like crafting with your axe. And I was just like, I don't know that I'm in the mood for this. You know, like I got to that part where they're like, you can make, put runes in your axe and do different things. And I was like getting the shit beat out of me by like the enemies in the next area. And I like died like four or five times. And I was like, (laughs) I think I'm bouncing off this right now, but I do intend to play it. So yeah, and I have it loaded uh or in my library because of the PS5, you know, like backlog or whatever. And I have a physical of the game. It's just I wouldn't even have to install it that way. So I'll definitely play yeah. it. Because we don't have a date for that yet. Spider-Man 2 is 2023. So hopefully, here's my hope. I hope we get Wolverine like mid to late 2022. And then Spider-Man 2023. You know what I mean? So that we don't have too long because Spider-Man 1 was what? 2018 so yeah we don't want to be this is almost six years out Uh, yeah i mean yeah it'd be nice i think they would tell us if it was going to be 2022 though yeah i guess they did do miles morales which is like a you know a smaller game but a game it's 10 hours so yeah we'll see we'll see what what it is what it's like and what they want to do but i mean it was a good show i thought it was pretty good yeah, a lot of I cool stuff coming out. I feel bad because we didn't care about a lot of stuff, but I want to again just say that's my personal thoughts. I think yeah. a lot of this stuff looks good for games and for gamers. You know what I mean? Just not my style of game. So that I just didn't want to I don't want to sound too negative. When I'm negative, I want it, you know, I'm okay with being negative because I am. You know what I mean? Like I people say I'm a hater and sometimes I am. I don't want to sound like a hater here because I'm not. I have no strong emotions for most of the stuff here, other than my feelings on Borderlands Three and my hatred of free to play fucking uh, dumping free to play shit out. I hate that. Like I hate the feeling of just trying to capitalize on whales. Yeah. So those are the only things I feel crazy about. But I will watch people play the kid a kid amnesia exhibition thing i'm excited for that i might even play it but that's not really my bag either but i would love to throw a stream on in the background of someone playing it and just listen yeah. i mean i could just listen to kid a but i'd love to watch it on the side as i'm playing something else you know mm-hmm. um i'll definitely play it and i'll definitely play guardians i'll definitely try ghostwire tokyo um forespoken i'll 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 see i'll watch more of it because i think you know we've only seen snippets of combat and so maybe there is something for me in there. There could be a more melee-focused magic path, right? Like, you could be more of, like, punchy-kicky, you know, like, karate stuff, and that'd be cool, you know? Like, there yeah. could be something there. And, I again, the world looks fucking gorgeous. And when they showed that dragon, I was like, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, the dragon looks great. <laughs> yes, please. I'll take one of those. So, um, And I do think I'm going to try Deathloop now that I've read that it is single-player because, like, I might wait for it to go on sale. I'll grab it for, like, 25 bucks or something but it could be fun yeah. and i like the style of it my problem with it is we've just seen so many trailers you know what i mean they just keep putting out new trailers you know like or they keep showing us i'm like bro it's been like three years 
Just come out. Yeah. Just put the fucking game out. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to read our email that we got, and then I'll go over to Facebook, and we'll just quickly go through um, and answer the questions we got there, and then we'll wrap it up. All righty. Um, so Rain Ferguson, very cool name. It's R-H-A-N-E. I really like that name. Um, wrote in saying, long time, first time. So it says, hey, I've been listening since way back in the dark ages, but haven't written in before now, and I just wanted to say I love the show and keep it up. Aaron, what are your thoughts on the trailer for the Wheel of Time show and in general? I read the books in part because of you talking about them on the show. I've been on the fence because of how big the series is, but I read them last year and loved the entire series. Bonus question. Have you read the Cradle series by Will Wright? I think you would enjoy it. They are a lighter read than Wheel of Time, but still great. Keep up the good work. So to answer that second question first, because it's quicker, I have not, but it's on the list now. Um, I'll definitely go through those. If you don't hear me talking about it, I'm in a new book now. I just finished one, and I'm in another one. I'm on a horror kick right now. Um, but if you don't hear me saying like within the next uh, three weeks to a month um, of reading in the tub that I've started this, remind me again. Just just because I don't want to forget, but I will. Um, I'm very excited about Wheel of Time. Uh, I was with you. You know, you you heard my journey with it. Um, it was a lot of books, and at first I was like, I don't know if I love these. And then by like halfway through the second book, I I liked it enough to continue, but then in halfway through the second book, I was like, fuck yeah! The characters started really coming together and becoming their own, and like they kind of got away from the little bit of the tropey stuff that was going on. And then I was all in. Um, so I'm very excited. Uh, I was really into the the acting, you know, the actors that they cast. Like the castings were looked really good. They did not match what I thought in my imagination, but that's okay. Like in Harry Potter movies, they didn't look like what I was reading when I imagined them either, but they looked enough like it. And I'm happy with what I see in the show. And I think it looks like a budgeted show. And we know that the books are done. So they can't fuck it up as bad as Game of Thrones. So I'm very excited for it. I think it looks fucking great. And I okay. hope we get through the entire series. It's 15, nice. 14 books. Um, so technically, if they do a book a season, they could do 14 seasons. They could maybe streamline. I, I, they could definitely streamline. There's a lot of stuff because these are deep fantasy. You can you can cut out some some stuff from every book. Like There's big swaths of shit you could probably streamline, right? can condense travel down you can do things like that and if they do it in the right way i think it's okay so i'm excited i'm definitely excited to see where they go with it and how they show us the magic i don't even know how to pronounce the which you know the the casting women i called them ace sadai but i think they're called ace shadai or something like that i don't know um but it looks great and rain i want to say thank you for writing in and i'm glad you've been around more readers the better What's that? I said, yeah, thank you for listening. Oh, sorry. Um, it, like, for some reason, it, like, cracked at that moment. I'm going over to Facebook, and I am finding our post. <laughs> there we go. All right, so we have three comments. Uh, you wrote and just said, hey, we're recording, and let us know your thoughts, basically. So, uh, Joe Tutuolo, Tutolo um, good, actually good friend of the show. He shows up at our streams all the time. He's awesome. Um uh, said he's actually our Muay Thai friend. I talked to him about Muay Thai 
quite a bit because he posts up a lot of stuff. He's been training, and I don't know if he competes, but I know he does like spar and, and do shit like that, so it's very cool. Um, he said, Tiny Tina's Wonderland looks so fun. I'm looking forward to that and Spider-Man 2. Uh, did you guys about cream your pants for the Wolverine teaser? I agree with you on most of that except for Tiny. I okay, Tiny Tina did look fun. I'm just hoping yeah, the writing. Looks, looks I'm, good. I'm hoping the writing matches the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Borderlands Three played great, so I will say that. Like, if you don't, if you just ignore the story, it's actually really fun. But mm-hmm. um, so I'm, I'm stoked for that. But yeah, the Wolverine trailer was perfect, short and sweet. It was like the perfect teaser for me. Because I'm not like, it's not like how Elden Ring was too short, where we're like we didn't see anything. You know what I mean? That those first teasers, this we know like Insomniac's gonna make a fun game, like like an action. Yeah, and it's Wolverine. Yeah, we can pretty much figure what it is. Will it be open world or will it not be? Hopefully, it's not an open world game. Hopefully, um, it's like a hybrid, right? Like hopefully yeah. you go to areas and maybe there's like some shit you can sniff out because I don't know what you would even care about, right? Like Wolverine's not like. Spider-Man, he's not flying through the city, you know. I hope it's like a very direct be a story. It'll yeah. be a direct ass story. Yeah, I hope it's like telling some story of, you know, some some heartache story cuz that's what Wolverine's good for, right? <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, so I agree with you, man. Uh Spider-Man 2 looked great and I I'm pretty hyped for Wolverine. I honestly didn't know the Wolverine trailer happened until I saw your comment, Joe. I <laughs> literally was like, wait, cuz I saw we did see, and it wasn't on the list, we did see a trailer for the X-Men uh, strategy game that's coming out. The d- yeah, Broken the, the, Sons. The or... previous thing, which yeah. we'll see, you know, this, this XCOM style X-Men Dark yeah. shit, Dark Sons or Dark whatever. Sons. Actually, I mean, that's a cool concept for me, right? Like a uh, XCOM style strategy game because those games are basically people with different abilities and skill sets, right? So you mm-hmm. can do that with just mutant powers. So I'm I'm pretty stoked for it. I mean, graphically it didn't look amazing but it doesn't need to you know what i mean yeah i'll probably buy it just because yeah and it'll be one of those games you'll play like two years after you buy it and be like yeah actually i really enjoyed that because it'll get yeah. even if it's bad it'll get or even if it's like choppy and buggy it'll get patched up and you'll be like yeah that shit was dope <laughs> mm-hmm. like me with dead cells <laughs> um all right so kyle bruce bruce smith says while the last 10 minutes or so was solid, I felt the rest of the show minus Forspoken and Knights of the Old Republic was pretty meh. What are your thoughts on having so many games shown that we already know about? I will say that's something that kind of bums me out um, when we just get rehashes. Like That's why I was kind of annoyed with Deathloop. Everyone yeah, knows was a bit much. Deathloop is coming, right? We've seen it a million times. And that's why I'm like... We don't need to see all the remasters of PS4 games or ports, right? Like we don't need that. We don't need to know GTA is coming. I'm sure, you know, their Rockstar paid a bunch of money for that. Fine, right? Like if you need get get your paper PlayStation, right? But we don't need like we could have streamlined this down to a 30 minute show and it would have been better. I think it was good. It was good and I enjoyed it. it just you know the little ones where I'm like, I already know this is coming. Like and it's not new footage. It's nothing really new. I don't care, mm-hmm. you know? Like, had we not really uh, seen Deathloop and then they were like, hey, this is the first big gameplay reveal? Fine, right? Great. That's when you're like, yeah, I'm cool with that. But it's like, hey, here's more Deathloop. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got I it. I was all right with it. I mean, I think it was, I thought it was 
I thought it was pretty well balanced. I'm okay with how many games they showed. They did balance out the big heavy reveal. Like the reveals were like Spider Man Two, Knights of the Old Republic, and Wolverine. Those were like the big ones that we were like, yeah. holy shit. And they they you know they peppered those in. Um, I think I actually I think Sony does a really good job with these. They don't mm-hmm. do them often enough that it's like, oh god, here we go again. And every time they do, you you come away and you're like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, PlayStation. You know, like. It makes me glad that we're Sony ponies. Mm-hmm, definitely. God, we had a whole thing with Nana about this thing. He's talking about Halo <laughs> revolutionized games. I'm like, sure. But there are other games that revolutionized, I think, more because they're relevant to me. You know what I mean? Again. Yeah. Um, And Halo did a lot. It did do a lot for gaming, but not gaming that I <laughs> really care about. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, like I said, I... I have a PC. There's no reason to have an Xbox and a PC at this point. There's just yes. literally no you're reason. Pass, you're good. Yeah. All right. So last one, Brian Marshall, good friend of the show. Uh, he's been a long time listener, a long time uh, contributor. So we love you too, buddy. Uh, said, dude, this was a go for. Uh, wait, it was so good. Um, it was more like a E3 presentation, which is true. It really does. The, the, they're, and that's what these are supposed to be. Yeah, they pulled out of E3 because they were like, fuck it, we can just do this now. Like, Most people aren't going to E3. They're going online and watching, so why do we pay for a fucking booth, you know? Why yeah. do we pay all this money? We can just set a green screen up and cut a trailer together, you know? like Because it's really what it is anyways. It's, I mean, yeah, all they're pretty much doing is putting trailers together and then paying somebody to stand on the stage and just paying yeah. for the stage time. So it's a lot easier, and you can control the product a lot better if you just put a fucking video out whenever you feel like it. And then you don't yeah. have to do it just once a year. Exactly, and that, it's been really good. I think it's working. Like, Nintendo kind of paved the way for this with their treehouses. Um, yeah. And I think this is, like, I think Sony saw that. Because remember, Nintendo started that at... Not too long ago, like a couple of years ago, they started just doing a treehouse and not doing E3. And mm-hmm. I think Sony saw like, oh, those are really successful. And you know what? Fuck E3, honestly. E3 is an industry yeah. thing that then blew up because we didn't have that. For, for vendors. Yeah, we didn't have that for for the, the layman and for the, the everyman. And then, you know, they started having coverage, which is cool. But it's like, these companies can just do it. And Sony's showing that, and Nintendo showed it first. So I, I think, yeah, I think it was cool. And I agree with you, Brian. It really is like what E3 used to be. So it's it's hype. And you don't have to know like with E3, it's like well, Sunday at two p.m. is this event or you know this company, and I like them, so I want to watch that. And then Friday night, it's Sony or Xbox, and then Saturday at four. It's like I don't want all that. Just give me like, just do one. Yeah, you need the schedule. You have to like try to watch while you're at work. Yeah, God, yeah, we we but... both used to be like, our, well, luckily back then you used to not work. You'd work nights or whatever, so you'd have time. No, yeah, and even before then, I mean, I work in a cubicle. I just watch that yeah. shit on my desk. Yeah, that's what I would do. But a lot of times I couldn't have my phone out, so I would just put it on and listen, and then have to go back and watch later. You know? Yeah, which is annoying. So. Cool. All right. Well, we did it. Yeah. We're a little past nine, but you know, close enough. And that this is a Good. record for us. We did. I mean, not really a record. We've done shorter episodes. It was perfect two hours. Um, it was a nice week to actually have something to record about. That's why we were pretty stoked. You called me the other day, like it was yesterday. Obviously, you're like, hey, we should do a state of play episode. And I was like, fuck yeah, we should. 
And then someone reminded me, I was actually Wasteland was like, when are you going to do your fucking uh, Shang-Chi review? And I was like, uh, tomorrow? Yeah, I was definitely planning on doing that. I was 100% I forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. So yeah, we appreciate you guys. We love you. Jesse, I love you. You're one of my best friends. I love you too, bud. Probably my current best friend. It uh, oscillates between you and Keith, obviously, but I talk to you way more often. So. <laughs> And awesome. I you, win. Suck it, Keith. You guys are all of our best friends otherwise. You're like the other... Jesse and I are the main characters, right? We're the main romance. We're like Ross and <laughs> Rachel. Everybody's really hoping for us. They really want us to get together. But then you guys are like the Joey, Phoebes, and Chandlers. And what, Monica? I don't know. Whatever. That was a bad, that was a bad one. Fuck friends. We love you guys. We'll be back. Um, maybe next week. It just depends. We'll see. If, if not next yeah, week, it depends the week on after. what's going on. If there's if nothing, not, you know, we'll be streaming. Yeah, you know, we'll be streaming. If you want us, if there's something you want us to talk about, or if there's th- something you think we should cover, either email us nerdsthepodcast at gmail Hit us on Facebook, same thing. Forward, you know, facebook.com forward slash nerdsthepodcast, um, or jump into stream, which is at twitch.tv forward slash nerdsthepodcast, and let us know. I mean, we may know most of it, but if something comes out that you don't hear us hype for and you think is good, uh, let us know. Yeah, let us know definitely. And um, if you say his name in the mirror five times, hungry couch man will eat your mom's pussy. So he will, he will, he will. <laughs> and if your mom's not alive, she'll she'll bring her back to life and eat it until we're again. <laughs> That's the horror movie. Here is your mother's corpse. Oh God! I'll take st- care of yourselves, guys. <laughs> I'll still do it. <laughs> All right, we love you. Bye. Bye. The fucking dumbest. That I'm catch- hungry was funny, dog. The dumbest catchphrase <laughs> for a horror guy, like, "Oh my god, I think I hear him." It's just like, "I'm hungry." <laughs> you know what his? You know what his real fucking his real horror catchphrase? There's no, or there's no Michael Myers music. His is, yeah. you just in the dark, you just hear, show, <laughs> show it to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck.